Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay. Let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello, Puckalonians, and welcome to episode 66 of the Puckle TCG Cast. I am your host, Lord Yashiro, and of course, Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League. A nonsensical name our fearless leader Thatch came up with, and we're just rolling with it. Uh, we're here with the big review of the newest set, Team Up, for Pokemon TCG. And uh, surprised to say that this might actually be another home run for them. So we're definitely going to discuss those today. And of course, to do that, here with me, I have none other than two amazing co-hosts. First, some say that his computer has no backspace button. Because he doesn't make mistakes. Scrawn! Hey everybody, I'm super excited to discuss this set and how absolutely awesome the whole teaming up synergy works in multiple ways. Yes. And also with us here, some say that he is the only man to ever defeat a brick ball wall in a game of tennis. It's our Sigma! The trick is going above it. So, um, we are going to discuss team up, but before we get there, I have to ask you guys what it's been. It's a new year. It's a new show. It's a new us. There's a lot of awesome things uh, that we have planned or we're in the process of planning for this year. So I hope you guys are excited. But, uh, what have you guys been up to wise? Scron, what's new with you? Well, uh, lots and lots of Pokemon Go. And also I got a first, uh, like in terms of real life stuff, I got into law school. So that's exciting. Nice. nice congratulations man yeah that's a big jump yeah nice scholarship too and stuff nice well congratulations i'm sure it's well deserved it's a it's exciting because i will be able to move out and finally be able to stream again because <laughs> <laughs> right now i have but, awful wi-fi uh, that can barely record <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about you sigma what's new with you oh nothing much i've been working more on the uh back end of the video game scene around buckle so that should nice. Yeah, that's pretty visible at this point. So, what new things are planned for Puckle soon that you can talk about? 
Well, Sorry, we've been starting these battle limits. clinics that have been going like twice a month now, and they've been pretty successful for the time being. So that's nice. And other tournaments are going as well. So everything's planned out for the year. We just have a few things left. So Puckle isn't just doing that. If you're interested in making, since this is Teak Trading Card Game Podcast, we'll have a little thing coming up in February that everyone can participate in, and it's not a tournament, so you can put your creative mind to work for that. That sounds exciting. (laughs) Now, of course, we can't talk about tournaments and not (laughs) give any announcements on the TC tournaments that we are in the works. We do have tournaments coming soon. Uh, We are in the process of planning them. So for those of you that may be asking yourself, oh, apparently there's not going to be any TCG tournaments this year. No, we are definitely going to have a a TCG tournament. We're just still in the details as to the when and who's going to be involved. And uh, until then, I will more than likely provide you some information soon. So stay tuned for that. Well, but without further ado... Let's go ahead and start this show with Topical Beach. So grab your towel because we're headed over to Topical Beach where we're going to discuss Team Up, the set review. Grab your ice-cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Tropical Beach. And we are back. I hope you you guys uh, are ready to feel the wind in your face, the sun on your eyes, and the sand under your feet. It is Topical Beach, and we're going to discuss team-ups. This is the first set that introduces the tag team cards, which we've been discussing throughout uh, the past uh, shows. It's the newest thing since the Pokemon uh, Championships, the World Championships. So, uh, But now, officially, they've been introduced into the game, and we're going to talk about how they measure up and if they're all that great. However, as we normally do, we're going to start with the trainers ahead of time. And this time, we're going to mm-hmm. start with some supporter cards we wanted to discuss. And then we're going to enter to the cards that we individually chose to discuss and give our opinions here. And so let's go ahead. Be- before we start, can I just yeah. sort of say something about Team Up in general? Yes, This please. set is super cool because we all know about how the tat or the Team Up uh, sort of mechanic works with the GX Pokemon, where you have like the little Pokemon and the big Pokemon like Celebi, Venusaur, Magikarp, Waylord, stuff like that. But that's not all that Team Up is about. It's also about how the supporters work. You got, like, the Battle Shadowlands. You've got Ingo and Emmett of the Battle Subway. Like, all the supporters are teaming up as well. And you've also got, like, recursions of certain cards that we'll talk about. It's a really, really cool way that they've done the flavor for this set. And I'm I'm personally excited about that. Yep. It definitely is a... New approach that they've decided, and it's a great theme for a set. And we've always clamored for more synergy in cards. I think it's one of my favorite. Uh, you've heard me in the past say that I just love when uh, cards just have synergy. The Cynthia with um, uh, Garchomp, for example, and stuff like that. I just love that type of synergy. And, and this set is basically a whole lot of that. So mm-hmm. without further ado, let's go ahead um, and discuss them and let's start with three very uh, four very interesting supporter cards that we wanted to talk about and those are the newest additions to support and that is dana evelyn morgan and nita so let's go ahead and start with dana dana's a supporter card and says this card can be played unless your opponent active pokemon is a stage two pokemon search your deck for two cards and put them into your hand interesting card ah uh, it's not good though <laughs> it's not 
Uh, what about if you can use it? Stage two cards are very rare to even be in that active slot these days. If you're going to have stage twos, they're typically sitting on the bench. The one I can think of maybe would be like Kabutops is probably going to see a lot of play. We'll be talking about that one later. Yeah, that's technically stage two. Um, Another one, not even the Gonadel, really, because that's stage one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the the whole stage two either, uh, the, and the fact that it has to be in the active. I love when, like for example, teammates. Ironically, uh, teammates is is a great example of how to do it right. Uh, if you one of your Pokemon's was def- dis- dis- KO'd in the last turn, then you're able to use it. I think that's an excellent way to to put a uh, um, a rule on the supporter cards and give it a powerful ability. This one, I think, is just way too specific, and it just doesn't work. What about you, Sigma? Uh, yeah. it yeah. It's a strong effect. It just isn't on a strong card because the requirements are too steep and too situational yeah. to even... Three-fourths of the time, you're going to yeah. end up with a dead supporter in your hand. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, next one we've got is Evelyn. Yeah. It's another supporter. You can play this card only if your active po- if their if the opponent's active Pokemon is a stage one Pokemon. So again, you have no control over what they have in the slot unless you're switching it out into that. And it's draw four cards. So it's and in my opinion, it's not even much better than like how mm-hmm. Tierno Sharon. Um, yeah, it's just so much of the time. It's so time specific, and you're only getting one extra card out of it. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it really isn't. What about Sigma with Morgan? Yeah, draw four isn't as powerful as you'd want on a an effect this determinate. So yeah, we should probably awesome. talk about Nita first. Yeah, that was my Nita? plan. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I was gonna skip Morgan for the time being because we have Nita, a supporter that you can only play if your opponent's active Pokemon is a basic, which to be fair is a lot more likely than the other two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. But the effect is put an energy from your opponent's active Pokemon on the top of their deck. This is a significantly better card uh, because it slows the opponent down. If they mm-hmm. are dead in the hand and they don't have any forms of card acceleration, like with Zoroark or something, this is, oh man, like you can really just shut down your opponent. But again, that's very situational and really not that good. I see this being a great turn one card if you have it. Uh, I don't two. know why would you play this other than uh, aside from Lilith or any other uh, better turn one cards, but it's still a great dir- disruptor for a turn one if your opponent has a basic and it has an energy and then you force that energy out of it and on top of your deck, you're you're forcing your opponent to basically lose a turn of energy acceleration. That's pretty powerful. Well, typically, if it's like the first turn, they're probably holding like a Cynthia or Lily in their hand anyway, so it mm-hmm. really doesn't do anything until the late game. But well, the, but these... it means that he lost a turn of energy uh, established. He put an energy, and then you got rid. Of yeah, that, that that's on top. true. So that is that's true, a yeah. part of the benefit of being turn one is the fact that you have mm-hmm. more. You come up with energies faster than your opponent. One right. turn faster because you have that one head. This will not. This will get rid of that advantage and just put you guys both in the same. You you playing second now have, um, have more uh, advantage. You're, it's basically like you starting turn one when it comes to energy acceleration. And the fourth of the Battle Chatelaines, uh, which uh, I, I know I'm pronouncing that completely wrong, uh, <laughs> uh, is Morgan. And Morgan is the reason why you'd run any of the others, really. Because her effect is actually really cool, but you have to run all of the other Battle Chatelaines. Uh, did you want to read it, Tashira? Uh, yeah, just go ahead. It's uh, Morgan. 
It says, this card can't be played unless you discard Dana, Evelyn, and Nita from your hand. Look at the top 12 cards of your deck. Attach as many energy cards as you find there to your Pokemon in any way you like. Then shuffle the remaining cards into your deck. That's cool. <laughs> that is a powerful... That means 12, that's a fourth of your deck right there. Yeah. Um, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, no, it's a great top melee synergy, really, because you can search for the supporter you don't have in your hand and such. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can get those all in your hand, and then like for a Lacephalon or like Charizard deck or something, you yeah. blow them up with energy, or even like Waylord, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the downside is you have to fill your deck with all of these bad cards. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and yeah. then use them all in one shot. Yeah, because so. you're probably gonna have to run at least two of each because so one will probably prize. get prize. Yeah. yeah uh, at minimum, and then like. Sometimes yep. it still might not work because they might both get prized. It's really just they're funny. It fits the whole team up strat synergy, and it's like how else would they integrate these cards? They're never going to see play, probably. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I could see like them seeing play in Japan in a highly specialized deck list with like, oh, super energy acceleration. We get all the supporters in one turn. Da da da. Like yeah. that would be super cool. Like I think they have potential, but it requires basically and a whole in... deck. Uh, yeah, exactly, and it, it's just too much space on your deck for what they do. Granted, Morgan is sounds powerful, but there's way better ways to accelerate your energy without having to use so much space in your deck for this. So yeah. overall, let's just go ahead and give them overall a review. I do not think these cards are really worth playing them for their power. Nope, they're so not. Go very ahead effective. and give them a not very effective for all four of these. What about you, Scron? Uh, I'm going to give them a mildly effective because I think that if an expert is using them and mm -hmm. builds a deck around them, then they have a lot of technical potential. But they're not crazy good because the average person who's like building a deck probably wouldn't be able to do it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'd and say Sigma. mildly effective. Yeah, no, they're not very effective. They make you have to build like a bad deck because even if you do get a Morgan off... Your deck still has to be stacked with energies in the right spots. So you have to be running a bunch of energy on top of running these, like, eight of these cards. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah. So there you got, uh, you got Dana, Evelyn, Morgan, and Nita. Uh, it almost sounds like a verse from Mambo number five. <laughs> they are is the, is the newest supporters for uh, team-ups. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're not good. In general, but they look like it, they could be a lot of fun in a just messing around type of deck. But now we enter to the actual meat of this, and this is the cards that each... So our formats right now in the, how we do reviews is that we each pick our top six, uh, and we're going to discuss them. So let's go ahead and start that. We are going to start again with the trainers and move on to our favorite card uh, that is number one for each one of them. So I'm going to go ahead and start with a... Since we're going on the theme of team-ups... Let's team these two cards with uh, together. We got Lavender Town, the Stadium, and Sabrina. Uh, it's called Sabrina's Suggestion. There's a reason why these two work together, and we're gonna go through them right now. Lavender Town is the uh, it's a stadium card that says once during each player's turn before their attack, that player may have their opponents reveal their hand. So as you guys know, that's a really really powerful. Uh, ability, the fact that each player can, it, it works well because both players can use it. It's not like you overpowering your, yourself to just see your opponent's hand. Um, so that's a lot of power for one card. 
Then we have Sabrina's suggestion as a supporter. Your opponent reveals their hand. You may choose a supporter card you find there and use its effect uh, as the card, uh, as the effects of this card. Basically, it's a copycat uh, that just copies onto whatever supporter card your opponent has. What's interesting, great team up with Lavender Town is that you would know whether or not to use it. If you use Sabrina uh, suggestions alone, you might run into the situation where he might not have a supporter card for his turn, or he might have crappy supporters, and you could have used one of your own supporters that wasn't Sabrina that might actually have been better for your turn. So Lavender Town eliminates that real uh, that need. Or that gamble that you're playing there by giving you the opportunity to choose. Look at your opponent's hand before and determine if it's worth using Sabrina's suggestion. By themselves, let's go ahead and discuss them. Let's start with you, Scrong. What do you think about Lavender Town? Uh, I think there are better stadiums. Uh, honestly, I like. I don't see the combo uh, like being worth it because you can just put the trainers you want in, in your own deck. Uh, mm-hmm. It gets really technical. I think it's either actually really good cards, but I personally wouldn't use it. Like, don't get me wrong. This is really good because it helps you get catch up to an opponent who's having a really good day, but it's not something that will help you win whenever you need to get that final push in the game. It's going to help you catch up to beat an opponent mm-hmm. who's doing well already. Okay. What about you, Sigma? Yeah, I don't think they're that strong because we just have a lot of strong supporters around right now. <laughs> and the you could just build a deck with those instead of having to rely on an opponent. Uh, Lavender Town by itself, though, is a little more interesting. If you're more of a control player, then, hey, maybe seeing what's coming in their hand, you'll know when to uh, team Skull Grunts them. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Things right. like that. Yeah, like Lavender Town would have really good synergy with that. Mm-hmm. So I could see Lavender Town being seen in those decks because ah, there's another stadium later we'll talk about that they'll probably be running to. But it's a Prism Star, so <laughs> they can't run okay. four of those. So let's go ahead and give them review up separately. Uh, Lavender Town, I think, deserves uh, uh, an effective. I think it's going to work really well in not just any deck with Sabrina, but in any deck that is this uh, uh, Disruptor card. Like you just said, Grunt's cards, you can basically know how to use, where, uh, when to use them before you actually use them. So that's a great advantage. I'm going to give it an effective. What about you, Sakron? I'm going to give it a not very effective because uh, in Pokemon, people take their turns separately. So I don't see the value of knowing what their hand is as much. Okay. And my boy Sigma, what do you think? I think Lavender Town leans closer to effective for me. Okay, there you go. And Sabrina's suggestion, I'm going to give it a not very effective, mostly because... Why would you want to use your opponents? Like, if this Sabrina's suggestion was, look at your opponent's hand, pick a supporter, use this as your effect, and then discard that opponent, your opponent discards that card, then that it would be been crazy. a super effective, right? Oh, oh that's absolutely. wild. That's but absolutely gets, insane. Exactly. But your opponent gets to keep that supporter. So you use the effect on your turn, but then their turn, they're just going to use it also. So you're really not ha- uh, preventing him from doing it. So for that, I'll just give it a not very effective. It could have been a lot better. I like the combination with Lavender Town. I just don't see really the uh, effects by itself. What about you, Sigma? Uh, yeah, it's not very effective. Depending on your opponent's ability to play cards is not usually a strategy you want to use. So, And Fron? I give it an effective because this seems like the type of card that you could really tip a fedora to. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. 
There you go. Uh, so that's our first reviews from our top six. Sabrina and Lavender Town. Let's move on to the next one. Yep. Scrawn, take it away. Yep. I have Erica's Hospitality. It's another supporter card. Uh, obviously, it's based on Erica taking you into the gym and you know giving you some perf- perf- perfume and stuff. And this card has a condition, and it's you can only play this card if you have four or fewer cards in your hand. And you draw a card for each of your opponent's Pokemon in play. So basically, it's a, a version of Colrest that's worse, uh, but it's yes. still good. Uh, as a draw card, it's nice because you can generally get four or fewer cards in your hand, especially if you're running like a fire deck or something, or uh, a grass deck for Erica. Uh, and you can, and it also limits your opponent's ability to get a whole bunch of Pokemon on their board. Um, I don't think this card is going to be terribly good because uh, we're going to have Kabutops and Amistar running around, which don't like having a lot of Pokemon on their board. Uh, but I do think that it will see play in uh, some decks because it will let people draw more cards than they might normally with, say, Lily or Cynthia. It'll let them have more cards in their hand. Yeah, I, I do like Erika's Pathology. It does remind me like half a Colorus. Uh, Chorus, of course, does the same thing, but uh, with all Pokemon in play instead of just your opponents. Yeah, it's also shuffle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and it's also a shuffle card where you shuffle your hand back. Uh, this one, however, is you draw more cards. You can only use it if you have four or less, which is uh, something to take into consideration. If you have three, I mean, if you have three cards in your hand and one of them is Erica Hospitality and your opponent has two bench Pokemon, three bench Pokemon. That's three extra cards, but at the same time, you could have just played Lily, and it will go. It would just bulk you up to six uh, anyway. I do think this is going to be seeing more play than Lily, uh, because mm-hmm. if the opponent has at least four Pokemon out, then this is doing the same thing as Lily. And if they have mm-hmm. more, then you get more from it. Yeah. No, my yeah. point is more. Uh, this would be a one-off in a deck more than if you're having two or three. I, I don't think people will create strategies around this. I think it's if it's beneficial and you have an opponent that is playing lots of Pokemon in his bench, then you would play this. Otherwise, you would play any Lily or any other card that will help you draw support a little bit better and not having to worry about how many Pokemon your opponent has. And thinking about it as well, uh, Lily is better because of the first turn condition where you can draw up yep. to eight. Yeah, you exactly. probably run like a mix of this and Lily. Is mm-hmm. what I'm thinking it'll be. Yeah, Specific I'm thinking situations. like play uh, three. Yeah, play three Lily, maybe one of these, something like that. Two and two. I something. think it, it should take it should take some space out of your Lily, <laughs> if yeah. anything. So let's go ahead and review this. Uh, Scrum, what do you give this card? I give it an effective. An effective from you, Sigma. Yeah, it's an effective. I give it an effective as well. I think it is going to see a lot of play uh, uh, as a one-off in many, many decks. Moving on to the next one, we have our Sigma. Take it away. All right. So this is the one Prism Star I think we have on our three lists because the other ones are super linear. This one at <laughs> least has other strategic implications to it. Uh, so we have Wondrous Labyrinth Prism Star. It's a Stadium Prism Star. So if you remember what those do, you can't remove them through items. You have to remove them through attacks or playing another stadium. And the effect of it... Oh, and it goes to the loss zone, so you can't reuse it with uh, Lusamine. <laughs> and the ability is the attacks of non-fairy Pokemon, both yours and your opponent's, cost one colorless more. Because... And that is powerful. 
very yeah <laughs> uh continue on sigma as in what do you think about this card oh well if you're playing a fairy deck then yeah you're pl- probably playing this card because taxing your opponent's attacks is a major pain in the butt if you ever played against team flare equipment which only yes. lasted one set because it's a terrible terrible design <laughs> yes. uh, team flare for those of you at home that don't know what it is it was an item card you could play on your opponent's uh, pokemon yeah. And uh it would do exactly this. It would make it's the Pokemon that Tool was attached to uh ha- have to pay one extra colorless for the attack and it would completely so many decks are built around the perfect math of the energies. Like they know how many double energy cards they need, they know how many energies they need, and any disruption in that, adding an extra payment, colorless being another lightning or, or another colorless, it's just so much pain. And this stadium does it to the whole team not just one pokemon so it is an extremely powerful card and if you're playing fairy i think you need to be playing this card oh yeah fairies it's great in but stall it also like stall yeah. also will lead this up because yes. you just play it down and they it slows their attack if they can't find a stadium yeah what about you scron uh what do i rate it uh, what do you well, think about what it do you first? think about it i think it's great <laughs> Uh, I think that people should be running at three to four stadiums in their deck, so off most of the time people will, will be able to get rid of it. But like, if you can't, then that's a huge burden on you. It sets you yeah. back big time. Uh, I think it's a great one of to have in any deck. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Let's go ahead and rate this. Starting with you, Sigma. What do you yeah. give it? I'd say it's super effective. I say it's super effective as well. Scrawn. Super effective for fairy decks. That's what I Very. should have said. Because it's only for fairy, right? But, uh, well, you can run it in decks that have no interest in attacking too. Yeah, that's, that's true. Just all decks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you have it, guys. Our very first across the board super effective wondrous labyrinth prism star. It is a very powerful stadium, and you definitely have to get a set of it. Meaning one, because it's a prism. Star. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be dirt cheap. It's I got a play set of those. <laughs> that's great. All right, you want to talk okay. about Ingo? What was that? You want to talk about Ingo? Yes, that's where I'm heading. Now we're going to go to our number number five card in my list. It's another trainer, of course, and that is Ingo and Emmett. And I chose this card because I like this. Uh, they, it started out, as far as I remember, with Giovanni's um, a scheme. I think it was called Giovanni's Plot or something like that. Uh, where you, it's, it's supporter cards that you get to choose what you want from them. And I think I love that a lot. Um, and this one is particularly interesting. Ingo and Emmett is a supporter card that does the following. Look at the top card of your deck. And then choose one. Discard your hand and draw five cards. Or discard your hand and draw five cards from the bottom of your deck. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, uh, and- just so people know, Ingo and Emmett are the battle subway conductors, mm-hmm. and they yep. represent black and white. One's always smiling, and one's always frowning. Yeah. So they're uh, opposites, I, essentially. Yep. And I, uh, I love the fact that you have the, the opportunity to draw upon uh, below. We have uh, Orangaru. Uh, Oranguru, sorry. Uh, or- Oranguru. Oranguru, thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> um, that uh, allows you uh, uh, right to grab from the bottom of your deck as well. Uh, if need be, um, and this is just a way better than 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 having to take a space off your your um, your bench for this. Not to mention that we still have Looker, and Looker allows you to to well 
that. Well, Looker draws from the bottom, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Angry really like... puts the things back onto the bottom. Exactly. So but you can draw the those. Pile. Yes. So it's just a... It's just Ingo and Emmett, I just love the opportunity to be able to draw upon the bottom of my deck if I feel like it. And, and, it, and it even helps you a little bit by allowing you to see the first card in your deck that you're about to draw and know whether or not, hmm, do I need this right now? Or should I just grab the top bottom? Remember, this doesn't shuffle your deck. And that's really important. You can grab the top five and that card that you just took a look at, you know you have that for your next turn. So that's why it's a, if it's a card that you say, um, I'm actually might need this better next turn. It's not such a priority this turn. Let me just draw upon the bottom of the deck and see what we have there. I, I just believe that's that's a fun ability and something that could be really useful. Scrong, what about you? Uh, I think this has great combo potential. It's decks that want stuff to be discarded because you can just dump your hand with it. Yeah, that's often underrated. Discarding is seen as a downside in many carry cases, but if you have a deck mm -hmm. built around it, then it's a great thing to have. So I get this card. Yeah. I actually, uh, it's I'm on the border of effective and super effective. So I'm gonna, okay. I'm just going to give it effective. Okay, Sigma. Yeah, it's just another draw card. It's probably competing with Sightseers or Sightseer mm -hmm. because it also lets you discard. You could discard your hand with that one and draw five cards, but you could. Just dry up to five cards anyway. So, yeah, it's just an effective. For me. So I'm going to give it an effective as well. Um, it is it is definitely a fun card. It is a useful card. And it's, it isn't a card really that you could say you can live with. Uh, well, it is a card you can say you can live with it or without it. However, if you chose to live with it, you can make a lot of great strategies using cards <laughs> that already exist, such as Oranguru uh, and Looker. So... There you have it, guys. That's Ingo and Emmett. It's in a very effective supporter card in this set. Now comes the juicy stuff. Oh, actually, no, not yet. No, not we yet. are going back to Scrawn. <laughs> yep. I'm going <laughs> to talk about the, another stadium, uh, Viridian Forest. And once it lets you, once during each player's turn, that player may discard a card from their hand. If they do, they may search their deck for a basic energy card, reveal it, put it into their hand, and shuffle their deck. Now... A lot of people may say, this benefits the opponent too much, but a lot of really high-tier decks maybe run one or two basic energy, and then the rest are yes. DCs. So if you're running a deck with a whole bunch of basics, this lets you compete against them, and it's super good. Mm -hmm. this, I, deck, I, this card I, is going to see a lot of play, I guarantee it, in the right decks. Yes, I agree. I see this being played a lot in fire decks, which require a lot of fire energies. Um, so being able to just replenish these when you need to um you and, and scrum hit the biggest point why this card might actually see a lot of play is because there's a lot of decks that just depend on special energies only that those double colorless energies only those um uh the three in one energies uh that we have that they uh it, they are one of three types but only mm -hmm. one uh these yeah. does not have the, this supporter this i'm sorry stadium doesn't help them in any way so it actually well played it could actually be really powerful the fact that you might just draw upon an energy every turn is incredibly incredibly great sigma uh yeah it also another thing to note is it helps decks that are running multiple types of basic energy also yeah yep <laughs> like that's, that's usually really hard to do to, because getting the right energy at the right time can be a challenge but 
when you're able not to, to mention that if even for for decks that require you to have those energies in a discard pile you can just discard and discard any card drop on the energy you need and then use it the next turn to discard that energy and so forth yeah uh, it might be a long way around to do stuff but it is possible to get the stuff in your discard pile that you need uh never underestimate like i even see this in cards like maybe uh grand ball for example which might not need uh might actually not need that um those extra energies it only uses fairy and that's you know you only need one but you're able to discard something every turn mm-hmm. and being able to discard that pesky last card on your hand of course grand ball for those of you that don't remember that's the one that for one fairy energy you can hit for 160 if you have no cards in your hand right? well you, you get you end up, do you have to search for uh you can fail to find it oh you can bail. yeah you oh, may, wow. uh, if they do they may that's the key wording there Oh, they that's may super search great. your deck for your basic <laughs> energy card. So you could just discard a card, look at your deck, because you can still look at your deck and say, and I'm check whatever pass. you want, <laughs> and then say, actually, I don't want an energy, or uh, it fails, and just put I'll it back, and you didn't draw mind. anything, discarded something. <laughs> yeah, and then you just shuffle glorious. your deck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Grand Bull, I need to make that deck. <laughs> oh, so much fun! Bark, you bark, I'm to. on the road to Viridian City! <laughs> 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 it's such a great deck, and this oh. card enhances it even more. The fact that you could just discard those pesky cards. Like, if you have an a single Ultra Ball, you can't do anything with an Ultra Ooh. Ball in your hand. It's like, I don't have two other cards to discard, but I do have Viridian Forest, which I, let me just discard oh. this uh, this Ultra Ball and just attack with 160. So, uh, I love it. Uh, of course, Sigma, what do you give it, first of all? I think I might lean on effective because a lot of the decks that will want to be playing this are right now playing like four of Shrine of Punishments. And yeah. so it's kind of rough to put more stadiums in those decks, but yeah, it, it's true. fine. It'll probably see play. So I'm going to go effective. Scrawn. Super effective, 100%. And I'm going to go with Scrawn too. Uh, super effective. I just see, it's, it, <laughs> even though right now, yes, maybe uh, we have... Um, Decks that use that depend on other stadiums for them to be really good, and yeah, Shrine of Punishment is one card that if you're not playing GX, you just have to play uh, Shrine of Punishment. Shrine of Punishment for the guys at home. That's the card that if you have GX EX cards, uh, everyone that has GX or EX cards, they take one damage, uh, ten damage uh, between turns as long as Shrine of Punishment is active. Um, it's a powerful, powerful. Uh, cards that can uh, balance the power between GXs and non-GXs, so that uh, takes priority. But if you can squeeze a Viridian Force into your <laughs> into your deck uh, as it seems useful, I think it's super effective anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so now that's we're done with those trainers. Let's oh no, we're not. Move. We still have we're one not? more. I have one. Oh. All right, because this one's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Ju- <laughs> Judge Whistle. It is oh, an yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is an item card and it says choose one. Draw a card or put a judge card from your discard pile into your hand. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't even take up a card slot in your deck because you just replace it immediately. It likes to cycle. Yeah, it's a cycle card for sure and it does have that added tech. Yeah, if you have to play judges. unknown hand opponents, it's like, oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you can run, like, uh, two judges and then, like, three of these if you really like messing with your opponents. I mean, <laughs> you like might as well just run four because it doesn't count as a card in your deck. You just, you're playing with a 56-card deck if you're playing Judge Whistle. Basically. Yep. Like, uh, it is a dumb card. 
It is a very. Dumb I need. Card. I it need is... me some secret rare judge whistles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, good stuff. Scrawn, what do you give? Oh, I'm sorry, Sigma. What do you give this? Card? Oh, it's super effective. Scrawn. Uh, effective. <laughs> effective. I'm gonna give it an effective as well. Yeah. Almost something super effective, but effective. Um, I usually just play one judge card anyway. Uh. So it's, I don't see how it's really upping that amount of judges. Uh, well, my reasoning is that sometimes you do want to fill all the spots in your deck rather than just thinning out cards. Like, I understand the reasoning behind having uh, cycle cards like this in your deck, but yeah. I like having the variance in your deck and then building a cycle mechanic around having the ultimate amount of variance so that you can deal with any threat mm. rather than having a tighter strategy, which is what this would account for. Yeah. Yep, that sounds legit. Now, let's move on to the next one. Uh, and now, ladies and gents, we do start finally with the stars of the show, and that those are the Pokemon. So let's go ahead and start with my first one. And that is surprising. Uh, as surprising as it is, it's Charizard. Charizard, uh, it comes back for the uh, 80th time in the TCG, and this time, my, my, might it be an actual good card? Well, let's go uh, and read through it. Charizard being a fire with 150 stage 2 non-GX Pokemon has an ability and an attack. Its ability, Addictive Drive, once during your turn before you attack, you may put two damage counters on this Pokemon. If you do, search your deck for up to two fire energies, uh, energy cards and attach them to this Pokemon. Then shuffle your deck. Its attack is called Continuous Blaze Ball. With uh, that costs, uh, coincidentally or on purpose, two fire energy. Um, it does thirty plus damage. Discard all fire energies from this Pokemon. This attack does fifty damage for each card you discarded this way. If you only have two, that means it does one hundred and thirty. If you have four, it does two hundred and thirty. A weakness to water, resistance to none, and a retreat cost of two. I like. The fact it's a that G this Charizard, it, it's a GX Slayer. <laughs> it, 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 the fact that it can get its own, despite of how much damage you take, yeah, uh, by getting those energies that you like. The fact that you can just auto replenish its own energies and deal a ton of damage with not that much need in reality is extremely powerful. The math is perfect. You can use continuous blade. I'm sorry. You can use a Dictic Drive. Grab two energies. That means the Charizard has now two fire energies to do his continuous blaze, and then use your turn energy to add another fire energy to Charizard. That means it has three energies. That means it hits for the perfect amount of 180. Just enough you need to take down a basic, a normal basic GX. That is pretty powerful. Its downside is that it is a stage two, and now we're we thought that we got rid of the whole oh now evolutions are super good but now i think we're returning to where basic gx's is where the where the money is at and that might be an issue especially with, with team up pokemon like yeah this can really take out a big it can help you gain an advantage against your opponent big time yeah so uh let's start with you sigma what do you think about charizard uh i think it hits the right numbers i actually like it quite a bit it's between effective and super effective i'm just gonna go effective with it but it could prove me wrong and be super effective because th that's a strong attack and it builds on itself so yeah and scrawn um addicting drive is really good uh 
it's very much on the cusp of just effective, but I'm going to I am going to say super effective because of that ability. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it, it does need good synergy in a deck to be good though. Still, yeah. and fire does have yeah. a lot of synergy right now, so uh, I I do see it. I, it might actually see a yeah. lot of play when I, when I rate oh. yeah when I rate a card, it's uh, typically based on how good it can do by itself for mm. on a standalone. That, and basis. that's I try not a to... very fair. Yeah, that's a very fair way to review it. And and I I I am actually in the verge of either super effective or effective. Um, if we didn't have team ups now, if the tag team Pokemon coming out. And uh, we were still depending on stage one GXs, and, and we're still looking at a lot of stage two GXs. I would have rated this a, a whole lot higher, I guess. I would have been an automatic super effective. The fact that we have so many so many basic GX now that have higher than 180, they start out with 200, 230, 250 um, in some cases. I don't know if it's the same usefulness, for, and because of that, I, I'm going to give it an effective and not a super effective. If it weren't for that, though amazingly powerful card uh and uh yeah it's the charizard that for you charizard lovers out there fans of charizard should be happy because this non-gx charizard is actually pretty darn cool i think it's in a theme deck too so which is yeah it makes it cheaper to get acquired so guys those theme decks for a team up are great oh yeah they are charizard's a cult you guys should be (laughs) celebrating today we have a great charizard Moving on to the next one. Take it away, Scrawn. I've got Ninetales. It's actually not another Alolan Ninetales, which sort of fits the whole team-up thing, because we've had a lot of Alolan Ninetales love, not enough normal Ninetales love. It has 100 HP. It's a fire type. And for one fire and two double colorless, it has a 90 damage attack. And its ability is what you're really going to want to go for, though. Uh, It's once during your turn before you attack, you may discard two fire energy cards from your hand. And if you do, switch one of your opponent's benched Pokemon with their active Pokemon. And there are quite a few cards like that. I don't think there are too many for fire right now, if any. Uh, I think this would be great in a Naganadel deck that's fire-themed. So, let's have a lot. Basically, yeah, yes. <laughs> I love that ability. Uh, I think discarding two energy cards, two fire energy cards specifically, might be a little bit pricey. But you are getting a Lysander every turn. Do you know how much your opponent's going to hate you with the fact that every turn, if you have the, ab- the energy available for it, you can go ahead and put whatever you want as their active Pokemon? It's pretty, I mean, it, it's pretty powerful. You get to choose your opponent's bench Pokemon, which is different from... Uh, you know, other cards like uh, um, Escape Rope, for example, um, that well, you could play Escape Rope and, and your opponent gets to choose what to put in the active. This allows you to put in the active. That's a Lysander. That's a powerful, powerful card. And you can use it every turn as long as you have the energies to do it. And Fire Energy is known that it's discarding all the time, but it also has a lot of support to get those energies back. So I, I really like this Ninetales. It, it, if you're playing Fire, I think it's worth, it's just stage one, it's worth the space on your deck just for the that, that ability. Uh, what about you, Sigma? Uh, it's a little pricey for my liking. Discarding yeah. two energy. <laughs> because, ooh, the only, car- the only deck I could think could find a spot is the Blacephala Nugganadel decks. Because they want to discard fire energy all the time. So their Nugganadels can pick it out of the discard. So that's like the only place I, place I could see a home for it. But it is a strong effect, so... So let's go ahead and review it. Scrawn, it's your card. So how, what do you give it? I give it an effective. There you go. I'll give it an effective as well. Uh, I, because I agree with both of you. It's just the, the 
It's a great ability, but it might be a little bit too pricey. What about you, uh, Sigma? I, I think I'll go effective as well. There you go. Effective for nine tails. If you're playing fire, you definitely should be playing this baby. Now, let's go in on and move on to the next one. Sigma, what's just your first cards? Well, we have fossils for us. <laughs> mm, <yeah. laughs> um, so at the beginning of the podcast, we may not have mentioned that there were some bandings in Expanded recently. And uh, yeah, these these are probably the reason for losing <laughs> Maxi's Hidden Ball trick. Well, two of yeah. these are anyway. So let's start with Omastar. It's a fighting type with 130 HP. It's a stage 2 that evolves from Ammonite, and its ability is Fossil Barrier. As long as this Pokemon is in play, if you have fewer Pokemon in play than your opponent, your opponent can't play any item cards from his or her hand. (laughs) (laughs) Its attack doesn't matter. It's a fighting in a colorless for 60 damage, whatever. It's weak to grass, no resistances, and its retreat is one. Because it's a Valplum that only works against your opponent. I mean, if you want to talk about power, this right is, is it's power. It does require you to have a smaller bench than your opponent. Mm-hmm. But that's always, uh, uh, that's always more in your control what you can control yes. on your bench than depending. Like, oh, it only depends if your opponent has fewer Pokemon's than you. Yes. Although that technically you could control too because you could just keep adding to your bench. It's a little bit difficult though. Mm-hmm. Um, so achieving having less Pokemon than your opponent, that's pretty easy most of the time, honestly. Uh, what about you, Scrum? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> uh, having cards that let you not play items, ha- have the opponent not play items specifically, like normally these cards shut down both you and your opponent, but this just shuts down your opponent. That's incredible. Like, we've seen decks like Vileplume and Garbodor, and, like, those are always top-tier decks because of that effect. And this just shuts down your opponent. That's easily super effective. And, and not only that, I mean, Trevalanche, uh that would do this as well as an ability would only do it if it was your active. This can work just as better <laughs> just in as your good. bench. Yeah. Um, that was a purposeful pun there. <laughs> uh it's in your oh. bench you don't have to have it as an active like trevelinch is and and it doesn't affect you like vileplume does the only problem is it is a stage two fossil pokemon and we know we have a saying in this show friends don't let friends play fossils but if fossils start looking <laughs> like this um I, I i'm gonna let my friends play fossils let, because I well let's just yeah these fossils are teaming up <laughs> <laughs> but let's not review almost star yet let's go through the rest of them and we can then jump and review them so next one sigma next one is kabutops it's also a fighting type with 140 hp it evolves from kabuto and its ability is fossil memory as long as this card pokemon is in your active position your opponent can't play any supporter cards from their hand what? what is this? <laughs> what is Not this? just items. This is the deck you play if you just want to tell your opponent, I don't want you to have nice things. Or I just don't like you. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and I want you to start not liking me because I'm not going to let you play anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. It's even if it's, yeah, it, it's fine that it's in your active. You, your opponent can't play supporter cards. That's amongst the most powerful cards in the game. And you're neglecting your opponent from playing those. What? 
it's it's incredible. Anyway, continue on. Sorry. Anyways, since this thing actually has to be in the active, its attack is a little more important than Omastar's. It is, yeah. Yeah. But luckily, it's a fighting and a double colorless for 80 damage, and it does 20 to two of your opponent's bench Pokemon. <laughs> 80 on the active, 20 on two of your opponent's bench. That, uh, that's a great attack. Um, one choice band does a clear 110 to your active GX or EX. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a stage two. That's the other, that's the real issue. Uh, but 140 is a very, very nice amount of HP. Uh, way better than 130. The The benefit that uh, Star has is that it's in the bench, so it's difficult. I mean, it can still die from a sniping Greninja GX, but who plays Greninja GX? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's you fun, try. <laughs> I try. I, 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 don't know. I, I pity play it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's just, it's great math, it's great damage, and it's an incredibly powerful ability. I, weakness to grass, which you cost two, that's fine, doesn't matter. Continue on, Sigma, give us another one. Okay, well, Aerodactyl is not like the other two, because it's actually an offensive fossil. <laughs> Unlike the other two that are disruptive fossils. It is a colorless with 130 HP, stage one. It evolves from the unidentified fossil that we've been seeing for, like, the past year. So whatever. <laughs> its first attack is for a colorless supersonic. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now confused. But the real thing is the triple three colorless for Fossil Fang, 90 plus damage. If you have no Pokemon GX or EX on your bench, it does an additional 90 more damage. That is 180 damage for three energy. If for a not GX Pokemon, yeah. It's no, if you don't have a GX Pokemon, like you right. build your deck. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's the whole fossil theme, really. Is you're regressing yourself in order to regress the opponent. That's you're a great way of looking at times. it. Yeah. But yeah, like, that's totally what it's about. That's totally yeah. the theme behind it. Is yeah, they're making you fight more as like an ancient person would with no outside help. You can only use the abilities of your Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're really good at, look, uh, at uh, looking at the flavor of this card. I like that. Well, uh, what I really like about Aerodactyl in this uh, case is, well, it is a fossil, and you can kind of have Team Fossil going on here, but Kabutops just needs to be your active Pokemon whenever it's at the end of the turn. So you could Guzma something out, Aerodactyl it, then retreat for just one on Aerodactyl back to Kabutops. Except you can't that's, yeah, no, that's the thing. Turn. You can uh, you can put Kabutops as the weakening one in your, in your opponent's uh, in your active, you're doing some damage and preventing him from using uh, um, any supporters. I mean, while Cabotops is in the active, your opponent can't Goosema you. Uh-huh. you know, your, your opponent can't do anything to bring out unless they play uh, Counter Catcher. Um, they, they all, but if you have Star, they can't do that. <laughs> uh, exactly! There we go! If you have Star, they can't do that. The only thing they will be able to do is if they play the Ninetales we just talked about, they could technically remove it. So Kabutop is safe. Well, uh, end quote safe. It can just be killed. But it's safe and you're active. And then Arad- and doing damage to your opponent's bench. And then you can just bring Aerodactyl out and finish up whatever already has damage in it. Mm-hmm. it it's my, oh, this is the only negatives I see to Aerodactyl. The 130 HP, although it's a stage 1 that's pretty high for a stage 1. So many Pokemon do 130 HP, uh, 30 damage just as their normal attacks. Um, that could knock this out. That's a negative. Um, and I don't like that Fossil Fan costs three. 
I think it's fair that it costs three. I just, if it, my issue with it is that it's colorless. So three energies for 180, I think it's not that bad. But I do like the resistance to fighting, which will protect you from those uh, uh, still very well relevant bus walls. And the retreat cover of one should not be taken lightly as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you can retreat this baby out and put back your cobble tops by just eliminating one of your uh, fossils. So I guess the pr actually, I, I regret that, uh, what I just said about the energies. The fact that you can retreat it by just one and it uses three energies, I like it because you can leave your double colorless energies intact on it. Just delete, uh, discard whatever extra energy you have on it and then put it back in with and put an additional whatever energy you have to make it attack again. I like that. I like the synergy with the Cyberdactyl more than it's I thought great. it was. Me, great, me talking yeah. about it made me more excited than when I originally read it. So The setup for this deck is pretty expensive, though, because yeah. you got all that fossil action that you got to take yeah. care of first. So you need a good engine. Uh, mm -hmm. What I it might do to facilitate so that... so much from, Tailwind, uh, from Talonflame. But we no longer have that. Continue on, sorry. Yeah, I I definitely would run Viridian Forest in this deck, oddly enough, because you do need a, a way to get those uh, energies out consistently to facilitate the switching, uh, and also pumping up like Kabutops and such, uh, in case you do need to attack with him. Uh, you also need rare candies, and you probably don't even run the middle evolution. You might like run one one Kabuto, one yeah. Ammonite, and then like just four rare candies because you're not gonna want to run three Pokemon anyway. At more yes. than three Pokemon at any time because of Amistar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty it's crazy. crazy. So, Sigma, do you want to review these all together or separately? Uh, I think they could probably go separately because you don't need to play them. They really need together. to be separately uh, yeah. because uh, by itself, some are better than others. Yeah. 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 So, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, what do you give uh, Sigma? What do you give Amistar? Uh, super effective. It's not too hard um, to set up. Like, yeah. you. Yeah, alone it's not too hard to set up. Amistar is definitely the only super effective I'd give out of them, because mm. the item uh, shutting down is just so important. Okay, I'm definitely giving uh, Amistar super effective as well. The stage 2 is an issue. Um, the fact that it's a fossil is an issue, but that power is very powerful. So if you can get to it, mm, you are, my friend, already in the winning stage. <laughs> Next one, real quick, Sigma. Kabutops, I would go... Yep. It's between super and effective and effective for me, but because it has to be in the active, I think I'm leaning more towards effective. There you go. And effective as well, because it can't be splashed into any deck, and it requires that fossil synergy. Mm -hmm. yeah. And effective as well. Even though its ability is incredibly powerful, never underestimated power that blocking your opponent's border cards, it, the fact that it's a... a a uh, fossil and it's a stage uh a stage uh two right yes mm -hmm. it should be a stage two it should be a stage two but it's, it says here it's stage one sorry that's why i'm confusing here sorry yeah uh it's a stage two uh they both are an issue um but 140 is a good number to have for the active so it could survive one attack which is important and the fact that it's attacked but spread damage is also really good so effective all around and then lastly aerodactyl sigma so i think it's a really strong because it can be accelerated energy-wise by most Pokemon that can accelerate energy. Yes. So when you build a deck around it, doing 180 is not hard. And getting the three color, the three energy on it is not hard. And you don't need the rare candies like other the other two have need. So, But I don't think you play it with the other two. So I think this is a super effective. Uh, 
I would agree with you if it was a basic, but it is a stage one that, and you have to have the fossils in your deck, so I say effective. I say effective wall because of what's gone down, and also because it has exactly 130 HP, and right now, like I said before with Cobbletops, 130 is what many Pokemon have that can knock out an active. Uh, they call them two hit Kios, uh <laughs> attacks, or in the case of Aerodactyl, it is a one hit Kyo because 130 yeah. is what he, it has. Okay, there you have it, guys. The fossils are coming back, and they're actually good. <laughs> so uh, I'm I, I'm going to most definitely build a fossil deck, and this is going to be. So stay tuned for the stream while I build these decks. Now, moving on to the next one. That'll be back all the way up to me. And I have a different tag team style Pokemon. And that is Pikachu and Sekrom GX. Now, this tag team team up has looked a lot better ever since it was first revealed and slowly is beginning to be one of my favorites. Pikachu and Sekrom GX is a lightning uh, basic Pokemon that has HP of a 240, which is ridiculous amount of HP. It has two attacks. Its first attack, full blitz for three lightning energies, 150, search your deck for up to three lightning cards, and attach them to one of your Pokemon. Then shuffle your deck. That's a that's a heavy energy acceleration there, which is pretty powerful. And it does great synergy with its GX attack, which says Tag Bolt GX does 200 damage. But and it costs three lightning energies normally. But if you do have more, specifically, at least three extra energy attached to it, in addition to its atta- uh, attack's cost, this attack does 170 to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. It should read better as, if you have th- at least three extra lightning energies, you can free Kyo a Tapu Lele from your opponent's bench. That is pretty powerful. Its weakness is to fighting, its resistance is to metal, its retreat cost is three, and of course being a tag team means that if you knock it, if your opponent knocks it out, he gets to draw, to draw three prize cards instead of just two. Some say that this, these tag team cards are really a gamble. You're putting all your eggs in one basket but this basket though is really big and it's not made of straw it's not made of straw it's a basket made of aluminum it's a big basket <laughs> it's a big basket and, and it's it's a basket with a lid and some cushion on it because 100 240 hp is not easy to do in one turn and the fact that i keep repeating this to, to the to the tag team naysayers um the fact that Acerola exists is a big deal for these cards. Because you can eject them from danger whenever they are in danger. And you can most of the time see it coming because of how much gigantic HP they have. Uh, 240, who does? Uh, there are cards, don't get me wrong, that do all 240 damage, 250 damage in one go. But they're rare and far between. Few and far between. So this card can eject itself with Acerola whenever it needs to. It does 120. 50 damage for just three lightning energies and it allows you to not not just set up yourself for your attack bolt gx to do its maximum damage which is 200 on the active which will knock out most cards that are not stage one gx's and above but it will also guarantee you knock out 170 that knocks out most everything ex- uh, except 180 uh, gx pokemon and up it's a really powerful i mean imagine this with tag team bolt you can technically get 
four prizes in one turn if you pull it off by knocking out a GX on the active and knocking out another GX on the uh, bench. One mm-hmm. turn, four be- four prizes. That is crazy powerful, it's, and I really like this card. It's really good. Uh, Volkner exists, so yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it, we'll uh, see play. <laughs> yeah, it's strong overall. What do you think? Uh, oh, I'm so... In, in the current state of the meta, I think that too many things have high enough HP uh, that this won't be able to knock out stuff in one hit most of the time. So really? by itself, yeah, because everything has over 200 HP now that's like a main attacker uh i do like the gx attack a lot but again that's the gx attack and there are a lot of good gx attacks but remember um, though this is a basic pool. well those stage ones and stage twos that have more than 200 yeah. hps coming in this guy this guy is already down and ready to go except I, it's a good card but like i think that some of the other gx's mm-hmm. the attack team gx's are the team up gx's are better um i would give this an effective Leering on super effective. Fearing on. Okay. Scra- uh, sublime. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sigma. So many S's in my co-hosts that I get the S's mixed up. Go ahead. So on the one hand, I don't think anyone's been using the lightning magnet zone yet. So maybe this is the card that makes them. <laughs> but sure. on the other hand, I don't think this is the weakest tag team, but I think it's probably the second weakest. It's HP is... Really? Yeah. It might be the oh, third. But... <laughs> you do need to be playing Magnezone to get it all really set up, because just because it's a basic, it still needs to get those three lightning energies onto it, and that is not an easy feat to do. So, <laughs> And then for the GX attack, you have to have survived a round two. Lycanroc's still in the format. It doesn't KO Zoroark's easily. So, yeah, it's just effective for me. Interesting. Well, I'm still going to call it super effective. I think it's going to be really good tag team, and I think a lot of people might actually think about making deck around this um choice but it's a thing remember that lightning does have that item card and you might actually help me remember its name electro power thank you which allow uh, gives your uh, lightning pokemon 30 more damage meaning that it just deals way so much more damage i mean if you have a choice ban and use that item card that means that your full blitz actually does 210 damage so it just has a lot of support I am going to super effective. I really think this actually might see a lot of play. What about you, my friend, uh, Scron? I said effective. Oh, you said effective? Sorry, I didn't hear mm-hmm. you. And there you go. We got two effective and one super effective for Pikachu and Sucrom GX. Now let's go ahead and move All on right. to the next one. Moving Keep on. Away, Scron. We're going to do another teaming up duo here, as it seems it was designed to be. Uh, Incineroar GX and Nanu. Oof, oh boy. Out of all the cards in this set, like, from an unbiased perspective, Incineroar GX is probably the best in my... <laughs> like, just <laughs> looking at it, like, that is crazy. Uh, its ability is Scar Charge. And once during your turn, turn uh, you may put three damage counters on this Pokemon. And if you do, search your deck for up to three Dark Energy cards attached into this Pokemon and shuffle your deck. And it has two attacks, both cost three energy exactly, and remember, you basically don't have to set this up at all because its ability sets it up for you. Uh, Crushing Punch, which is 130, and lets you discard a special energy as well from your opponent's active Pokemon. Wow. And then it has a GX attack that's also three energy, 
It's 10 plus, and it does 50 more damage for each damage counter on this Pokemon. And if you remember the ability, we put three damage counters on already. So at minimum, it's doing 160 damage with that. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. That's a little bit much! <laughs> oh, wait, wait, what does uh, Nanu do? So, Nanu, looking it up real quick, is has great synergy with Incineroar. And what it does is it lets you choose one of your Pokemon in play, and you can search your discard pile for a basic dark Pokemon and switch it with that Pokemon. And of course, all the stuff stays on it, so it's kind of like a Ninja Kid or something. Yeah, Except you're getting, it out of your, you're getting it out of your discard pile. And then you discard the first Pokemon. Hmm. So what would be some cards you could work with that? The big one is Hoopa GX, which I don't think we have on our list. But Well, even then, like, find a basic non-GX Pokemon. <laughs> and then just start attacking with that. They get one less prize card when it's KO'd. True. And then keep in mind that there's also that Prism Star that just came out, Black Market. If that's in play, and they discard one of your, if and they defeat one of your uh, dark Pokemon, they take one less prize card from that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if you have that in play and you use Nanu to get a lower, like a non-GX dark basic, then you. They take they take no prize cards from KOing it after you've dealt all that massive damage. Wow. It's so what do you give this card? Oh, Incineroar? 100% yeah. super effective. Uh, Nanu by itself I give an effective. There we go. What about you, yeah. uh, Sigma? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm in the same house. Incineroar yeah. sounds like it's going to be doing some fun things. So I can give it yeah. a super effective. That I... is wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nanu! Is, uh, same thing with me. Uh, it's it's super effective for Incineroar. It's crazy how self-supporting it is. Uh, just putting your like Charizard, the fact that oh, um, you you're doing damage to your own card. Uh, yes, that is an issue. However, nowadays it's all about knocking one hit to hit KOs, and most of the time, thirty and twenty damage doesn't really change the fact that you need to two hit KO or one hit KO. Very rarely it turns into oh, it could be could damage you so it really isn't that much of a setback and i really do enjoy it so super effective for now for incinero effective for nano as well and with that being said let's go ahead and move on to the next one take it away sigma all right we have jirachi it is a metal mm. pokemon with 70 hp basic what we care about here is the ability but let's face it <laughs> its ability is wishing star if this pokemon is your active pokemon you may use this ability once during your turn you may look at the top five cards of your deck. Choose a trainer card you find there, reveal it, and put it into your hand. Shuffle the other cards back into your deck. This Pokemon is now asleep. It's tack. Metal in a colorless does 30. We don't care about it. A weak to fire. Resistance to psychic. Retreat is fine. <laughs> so, this is interesting. What do you think about this, Sigma? Uh, why, did, so, why did you choose this? So, it's probably one of the best cards in the set, because we also have the tool card that we got little over a year ago called a skateboard it lets you retreat while you're under status and it lowers your retreat cost by one so it has free retreat and can get out of there after it gets its trainer card interesting yes. i like it yes you're right there are also decks that'll run pokemon with attacks that can strafe out like umbreon's attack but we're not running umbreon umbreon's bad but they have attacks <laughs> like it where they attack they get out of the active you can put your Achi in the active if it dies oh well it it's a basic 
it's not your GX Pokemon, you can attack again next turn with your GX. So yeah, the fact that it's an ability and not an attack makes the world difference here. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. need to leave Jujurachi in the active. It is a pain that it has to be in the active. It is not a pain, however, the fact that you can just use its ability and go and then, like uh, Sigma said, just retreat back to your bench. Um, the fact that you can pick a trainer from the top five is pretty amazing, uh, and I like it. I like this Jujurachi. It, it it it's pretty powerful, and it definitely has the support for it to just. Be alive when you need it. The fact that it's weak to fire doesn't it's matter. really um, doesn't matter because we only die. have one deck right now. You only have seventy HP anyway. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> die. Your weakness doesn't exactly. matter. It it really doesn't. Uh, but the retreat cost of one does great synergy with the escape board. So it, I, I I love it. What about you, Scrog? Uh, I don't like that it relies on having an item uh, equipped to it to be able to retreat for zero. Um. Otherwise, like if it had a retreat cost of zero, one hundred percent super effective. But it's requiring your deck to run stuff. I don't think those those are bad things to run though. Uh, so that's why I'm kind of on the fence because like those are things that you see in a lot of decks. And I do think that finding any trainer specifically rather than just supporters is incredible. I'm gonna say as a rating, super effective. Yeah, yeah, super effective for me too. I mean, it just it it has way to retreat for free. It's it's not only I mean you can attach a lightning energy and if you're using Sorora GX, it can retreat for free. And there's so many ways that you can just get rid of this that it really doesn't pose much of a, a, a hassle. Yeah. And that's why I like it. And the fact that you can choose a trainer even more so. So, yeah, Jirachi, you're a great, tra- uh, great card. So I'll give it a super effective as well. Yeah. Another thing you can use with it is Dawnwing's Necrozma. No. Also, yeah, don't win the crossman, which no, for those of you at home that don't remember, that has the ability that uh, basically whenever it's in your bench, you can choose to, for it to have to be in your active, automatically retreating whatever you have in your active. Um, and it and it's a basic, so you don't even have to run anything. You can just run a dark wing across my for its ability to re- uh, go in, charge in, rush in. They would say. Uh, so uh, it just it, it has so much synergy that it's just going to work really good. Super effective for Jirachi, guys. Get yourself a set list, and uh, you're definitely going to see a lot of Jirachi going around. Now, move on to the next one here, and it is one of my favorite ghost Pokemon. My favorite ghost Pokemon from different generations. My favorite ghost Pokemon from Generation 1, which is not that much of a deal because we only had one real ghost Pokemon. And then my favorite ghost Pokemon from Gen 7. It is Gengar and Mimikyu GX, another tag team combo. Now, Gengar and Mimikyu GX is a psychic Pokemon with also 240 HP. It has two attacks. First attack, Poltergeist for two psychic psychic, uh, energies. 50 times damage. Your opponent reveals their hand. This attack does 50 damage for each trainer card you find there. And then you have Horror House GX for one psychic plus. Your opponent can't play any cards from their hand during their next turn. If this Pokemon has at least one extra Psychic Energy, or aka the same amount needed for Poltergeist, then each player draws cards until they have seven cards in their hand. Its weakness is to darkness, its resistance to fighting, and its retreat cost of two. I chose Gengar and Mimikyu because I see a lot of actual good in them. Poltergeist is a really strong, uh, really strong uh, attack, just costing two psychic energies. You can deal fifty, and if your opponent has just two trainer cards in his hand, that's one hundred and fifty damage you're dealing there for two psychic energies. 
If they have one, that is still a hundred. If you have a choice band attached to it, that's 130. I, I think it's oh. 50 times, not 50 plus. So it would be 50 damage for just one and 100 damage yeah. for two. Yeah. Oh, 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 gotcha. Yes, you're 100 percent right. Yeah. So, but since it is any trainer card, so stadiums, items, supporters, they oh, all that, count yep, toward this. Count. And if you use the GX attack before then, they're locked into their hand, basically. Yes, exactly. So it's great. And, exactly. And, and and if you have Lavender Town, you can actually take a peek before you do <laughs> to see if it's actually worth it. Uh, to do um, you're gonna do it either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For one. So, um, I, I really like Gengar and Mimikyu GX, so I want to know what you guys think about it. What about you start with Sigma? Uh, you know what's fun to play with this card? Omastar. Ah, yeah. Oh, yes. The big yes, issue I have with this card is it's weak to Zoroark. Yes. Uh, that's a problem, but... And Zoroark could knock him out in one go if it managed to get if your opponent managed to get all his pokemon that is his five bench with the active he does exactly 120 which is exactly the amount needed to knock out uh the gengar mimikyu of course uh, he could do it as well uh, with one less pokemon in his bench if he does have that choice ban yeah. so it is uh, sword work might actually knock this thing out but it needs to be f- almost to full power to do so um, yeah what about you scrum what do you think um, it's good. I don't think that it's. I I think it's. Uh, mm, I I don't I don't like it. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm just giving it an effective. Okay. Effective from Scrum. I'm gonna give it a super effective. I think this has a lot of. Uh, it's my second favorite pack team, honestly. Um, and I think it it might do well. Um, so I'm gonna give it a super effective. What about you, Sigma? I think I'm ineffective on this one too. Ineffective as well. Weak to okay. Zoroark is a big thing. It is a big thing. So there you go, guys. Two effective and one super effective for Gengar Mimikyu GX. Uh, stay tuned. Get yourself one or two of these cards because I really do think that you're going to see a lot of play. They're, they're definitely powerful cards. Um, you just need to know when to use them. Now, moving on to the next one, Scrawn. Uh, I put this two. one in here kind of as a... like I thought it was cool and it fit the whole team up uh, synergy as well because this is actually basically a reprint of the alolan marowak from sun and moon where it was a fire type uh however it's basically it's the same card except it's a psychic type instead uh and just a reminder it has an ability where you can when it where you can search whenever you play it you search your deck for up to two basic energy cards attach them to your pokemon in any way you like then shuffle your deck oh, which that's is pretty an good ability, though no that's an attack Oh, that's an attack, yeah. It's an attack, attack right? but... But, continue on. And uh, the other attack is... Um, oh, wait, so, so Limbo Limbo, it's an attack, but it costs zero. It doesn't cost any energy. So yeah, that's what it is, that's what it yeah. is. Continue on. And Alolan Club is 20 times, and this attack does 20 damage for each of your Pokemon play that has Alolan in its name. I really like the Alolan Executor theme deck, so that's why I put this in here. I think that the Psychic Alolan Marowak uh, hits a lot of the really powerful... Uh, attackers like all of the necrozmas for a double damage so it's mm-hmm. something that you might consider in an alolan deck um if you have say a f- six alolan pokemon on your bench and then you hit an uh ultra necrozma or donwin's necrozma that's like near a ko to two a ko i really like d limbo limbo it's a great setup if you're able to get this a turn two uh and you're able to uh evolve your Mar- uh your cubone to a little marowak 
then you can just use Limbo Limbo to power up whatever you need to power up on your bench. I really like that. Um, it is an attack though. It does take a turn and it doesn't do any damage and all of those things are worth taking into consideration. Um, it's a, I do like it's alone in club. Feels like it could go well on an Alolan Executor deck. Um, but and there's a the new other... Alolan Executor as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's something to consider. And it's actually a really good ability because it lets you, uh, I think it lets you discard your hand and then draw six cards hmm. every turn. So you What about you, of... Sigma? Yeah, I prefer using Malamar as a way to get your energy sped up in a Psychic deck. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. But it's an Alolan party. No, it can get any energy, it looks like. So that's that going for it. As long as they're basic. Yep. But yeah, I'm not too high on the card. There we go. So what do you give it, Scrawn? It's your card. What do you give it? Oh, it's it's a normal effective. Effective? Maybe on the lower end. Yeah. It requires too many cards to be good. Yeah. I give it a a not very effective. I like what it does. I just feel like right now that type and other Alolan just do better. So I, I just gonna give it a not very effective. What about you, uh, Sigma? Uh, since I've been giving the two tag teams you've had effective writing, I don't think this is in the same league as them. So I'm gonna go with that. Just a not very effective. <laughs> <laughs> I mainly put it in there for the tag the team up whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh no, dude! When it comes no, to guys fine. who put cards there that are they suck, but you believe it's good, I'm the champion. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Okay, moving on to the next one. We have, what's your number two, R-Sigma? So, this one might sound weird. Because I actually originally put this on the list for a joke. Because I like the Nuzzle deck that doesn't exist. But, <laughs> then Shamu brought attention to me that uh, Poke Beach had their review up. And it was giving this thing five stars. So we looked into it, and it's actually really good. So, mm, interesting. Yeah. Do tell. We have Amalga. The lightning Pokemon <laughs> with 60 HP. It's a basic Pokemon, and it has an ability, which is most of what we care about for the card, called Nuzly Gathering. <laughs> Once during your turn, before your attack, you may search your deck for a Pokemon with the Nuzzle attack. Reveal it and put it into your hand. Then shuffle your deck. Its attack is Nuzzle, which means it gets to search out itself. It, you flip a coin if it says wow. your opponent is paralyzed, weak to lightning, resistant to fighting, but its retreat cost is zero. Oof, and that's juicy right there. Yep. So, oh, and I guess we'll talk about this now too, because this is back. It's a great card. We have Pokemon Communication being reprinted for the first time since Black and White era. Hmm. Yeah, it's an item card. Reveal a Pokemon in your hand and put it on the top of your deck. If you do, search your deck for a Pokemon, reveal it, and put it into your hand, then shuffle your deck. It's a really strong Pokemon searcher. Yep. So, so use the Amolgas as fodder for Pokemon communication. You can use it as Pokemon communication. You can use them as discard. You look at them like yeah. they're execute. Kind of like execute, except you can't reuse them unless you're shuffling yeah. them back. Execute with... superior because it does have that advantage that it comes from, back from the discard pile, while a uh, little old Amolga doesn't. But the ability to grain something to just discard, how many times do you feel like you have cards that you need to discard something, but you don't want to discard anything in your hand? Well, I have an Emoga for you, because it can get you what you need, so you can just discard it whenever you want. But that Pokemon communication is actually pretty good. If you compare it, it let's add to this tag team uh, 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 and make it a, a thruple, as they call it. <laughs> um, you can add Pokemon Stretcher, is it called? 
Oh playing. yeah, you play Pokemon Stretcher to get all your Emolgas and back. And just put all three Emolgas back into your deck and rinse and repeat. You can just continue on to discard your Emolgas. Grabbing those Emolgas and and again discarding them as you wish uh, as you Squirrel wish. So. Attack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and unlike you just a lot inundate of, your opponent with squirrels. Unlike a lot of supporting Pokemon, Retreat of Zero means that if it's your starter, you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Which exactly. is great. Yeah. Or whenever you need to switch between, like, if you get KO'd and you need something to be placed on the active while you think, what's your next strategy? Amolga's there for you. So, uh, so it being in your bench is not that re- that big of a deal, other than the fact that it only has HP of 60. And there where things might get a little bit complicated with so much sniping going around nowadays. But it is still a non-GX, so it only costs you one price if it does get knocked out. And you only really need one down, so... Mm-hmm. I, I think it, it is pretty good for what it does. Um, So, let's go ahead and review this. Sigma, what do you give it? Uh, I think I'm more on effective for Emolga, but Pokemon communication is an easy, super effective. There you go. What about you, Scron? Oh, uh, this is on Emolga? Having mm-hmm. a retreat cost of zero, plus that ability to just find stuff out of your deck... That's super effective. And Pokemon communication, uh, oddly enough, I'd say that Amolga is actually better. Uh, <laughs> so I'd just say effective. There you go. Um, I'm going to have to go with super effective on both, actually. I like both cards so much. Uh, yeah, you all said everything about Amolga. It can search for its partners. It has a retreat cost of zero. I'm a big fan of that, always. Not to mention that it does have a, that resistance to 20, although with 6 HP, what does it matter? Um, but Pokemon Communication uh, is also a really powerful card. Uh, be able to search, like, being able to search for whatever Pokemon you need normally costs two cards from your hand using Ultra Ball. This allows you to do it with just discarding one Pokemon from your hand. And you're so not even discarding cool. it. You're just shuffling it back into your deck. You just saw, exactly. So you can so, pull your Amolga back afterwards. Yep, <laughs> exactly. So it, it's pretty powerful. So super effective for both of them. So there you have it, guys. Both Amolga and Pokemon Communicator. Uh, both super effectives um, uh, on and off. So guys, get yourself. These are going to be powerful cards. Now, moving back. Now, now this is where things get a little bit interesting because now this is our number one choice for the cards that we want to talk about. And, of course, it's my turn. And, of course, you know where I'm going with this. It is Jolteon GX and Zapdos. And, and, it's, and I love the fact that it's here. Not because, obviously, that's what I was going to choose. It's the fact that Sigma knew that that was going to be my number one and automatically placed it for me because he did our list. Uh, I mean, we modified uh, him, and he put Jolteon Sapdos as the number one for me, and I just love that Sigma knows me enough to be my best man in whatever war, uh, whatever <laughs> wedding in the future I might get into, because he knows me all well too much. So, why these two? Well, Jolteon not only is my favorite Pokemon ever in the history of Pokemon, but it, this attack, this card is also pretty sweet. Uh, Jolteon GX, a lightning with HP of 200. That's HP of 200 on a stage one. It's not as good as Ninetales, although Ninetales, but it's still pretty decent. Who am I kidding? It's really not, but it's fine. (laughs) It's what we expect. It's 200 or 200. It's to be expected. Yeah, but its attacks is obviously where it it goes. Its first attack, Electro Electro Bullets, which I love the name of that, for one lightning. Only one, ladies and gents. And it does 30 damage to your opponent. And then this attack does 30 damage to one of your opponent's bench. So 30 on the active, 30 on the bench for one lightning energy. Remember, this is a Jolteon that would evolve from an Eevee 
if you put a lightning energy on it on turn one, it will evolve into Jolteon. So if you start with Eevee and you put a lightning energy on that Eevee, it will become Jolteon on your turn one. And you can attack if it's your turn one after your opponent. That's pretty insane and fast, as Jolteon should be. I love that they that it shows in its flavor how fast this Pokemon is. Now, if you wanna, if you feel a little bit like you need a little bit of humph of your attacks, you do have Headbolt for one Lightning and one Colorless, and it does 110 damage. Nothing else, just the 110. But the 110 is not bad, considering that you put a Choice Man on this bad boy and does 140 for those G Pesky GXs, and you can two hit KO them. You also have the Lightning Prism Star stadium that means you can attack with that for one energy for just one energy that's correct because that lightning that prism star stadium allows you to uh be able to attack in fact you could use electro bullet for free yeah because it's i mean you you take away no one lightning not one colorless yeah generally that doesn't matter because you're evolving the ev with that energy but correct exactly normally it doesn't matter but that uh head bolt though will be for one lightning as well and then you have Swift Run GX for one lightning, one colorless as well, with the 110 damage. And you say, "Why 110 damage for a GX attack? That's ridiculous. Why would you want to do that?" Well, because prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon during your opponent's next turn. Now, notice the verbiage on that attack: prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon during your opponent's next turn. It says nothing about defending Pokemon. It says nothing about your opponent's active. That means that next turn, no matter how much he switches around, your Jolteon is still protected and cannot be damaged. Unless he Guzma, which is pretty possible. But still, I consider this. If you, I mean, if you're able to do this on your turn one and turn two, it is pretty powerful. And it really puts a hamper on your opponent by uh, knocking out whatever you have and then preventing him from doing any revenge damage to you. Its weakness to fighting is big, its resistance to metal is decent, but best of all, its retreat cost, as Jolteon should be, is zero. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, I can't think of a better lightning starter Pokemon in your deck than this. If you are playing lightning, you might want to start with that Eevee turning into Jolteon on turn one and already being a force to be reckoned. This Pokemon may not be as tanky as it should be, but its speed is so fast that your opponent won't know what to do with it when it shows up so early in the game that he's still trying to evolve his poor Sotoa into Sotoax. I really like it. And then we have Sapdos. There's a reason there's two of them. Sapdos being another lightning Pokemon, HP with 110. Now I said that there's no be- there might be no better Pokemon you want to start with than Jolteon. I might put that to the test with our boy Sapdos here. It's a basic Pokemon with 110, with one attack, but its attack is pretty decent. Assault Thunder for 10 plus damage. If this Pokemon became your active Pokemon this turn, this attack does 30, uh, 70 more damage, and it's not effective by weaknesses. And you might be saying, wait, 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 just share what are you talking about? It's just Assault Thunder for 10 damage for one Lightning, and it might do 80 if you switch it in. Why do you think this is any good? Well, the reason being because you're doing 80 damage in a meta where people are still evolving things. And 80 damage kills every basic around that is going to evolve. So thanks to Assault Thunder, and I'm not even counting Choice Bands here. I'm not counting anything else that would up its damage with Lightning already has a lot of that. 
Assault Thunder can knock out every single basic Pokemon that your opponent needs to evolve in your first turn by doing that 80 damage to it. It's weakness to lightning, it's resistance to fighting, and it's retreat cutoff 2 is something to take into consideration. But overall, Zapdos is, in my opinion, what you want with it, with Jolteon, what you want to start a deck with. Because they can do a whole lot of damage early on in your turn. And I'm going to stop talking right now and throw it to Spawn. What do you think? Um, I think that Zapdos has viability, but only because of the existence of Zara Aura. <laughs> <laughs> AKA free retreats from other stuff. Uh, by itself, yeah. it's also really great with Jolteon, obviously. Um, as a standalone, I don't like it. I like mm -hmm. its synergy, though. I'd, okay. I'd give it an effective as a reigning. Uh, there we go. On that Saptos. What about that Jolteon? On Jolteon? Uh, super effective. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, retreat cost of zero and energy evolution EV synergy. That's great. Yeah, it's just so yeah. fast. It's the fastest thing yeah. right now I can, that I can think of that can do a lot of damage real quick. What about you, uh, um, Sublime? I'm sorry. You may not be Sublime, but you are Sublime. <laughs> you are Sublime. <laughs> I was going to say there's the power of editing, and no one will know that happened, but oh, now, now he's throwing things in. <laughs> I will not allow censorship in my family-friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm with Scrawn on it. Zapdos is just kind of effective for me, but Jolteon seems real strong. Yeah, so same thing with me, honestly, too. Super effective on Jolteon here. My boy does a lot of damage a lo real fast, real fast. Um, you can do Headbolt in turn one if you have that uh, stadium, Lightning Stadium, that allows you to be able to attack with one called lightning at last. So it's just so fast that it's just, it doesn't matter that it has 200 HP and it doesn't matter that it doesn't hit for 200 in one go or 250 or 180 like more, uh, other Pokemon. It, it it does so much damage in the beginning of the game that it just will drive your opponent nuts. And Sub does same thing, but in a lesser degree, but it does have the advantage of just being a basic. Uh, which is what I like. So effective for Saptop, super effective for my boy jo uh, Jolteon. And there you have And that's across the board. Jolteon, super effective across the board. Guys, get yourself a set. I know I will. I know this is the deck I want to build when it's fine, when I finally have the cards. So stay tuned for that on the stream. So uh, that's Jolteon and Saptops. Continue on to the next one. Scrawn, take it away. All right. So I'm gonna, we're going to be talking about two cards for this final last one because they do have good synergy together. Um, the first one I want to talk about is probably my favorite card in the set. It was released before the whole set came out in a special box uh, as a promo. And it's Magikarp slash Waylord GX. Mm -hmm. And what's so cool about this card is that it's not so much teaming up as it is a Waylord trying to eat a Magikarp. <laughs> because uh, it, it's, it's so funny because everything about this card just make, makes sense in that in that regard, because Magikarp can't do any damage itself. And you see that in the Towering Splash GX attack, where it's just 10 damage, and that's just the Magikarp splashing on you. Uh, but, this Waylord, whenever, if you get enough energy for it, will splash up trying to swallow that Magikarp and land on you. And that's what's so funny about it. Even the art shows the Waylord trying to swallow the Magikarp. And we know Waylords and Whelmers love eating fish Pokemon. So anyway, with that theme out of the way, we can talk about what it does. It has two attacks. The first is a normal attack for five water energy, 
and it's super splash with 180 damage and that's a sort of magic number in pokemon 180 it used to be that nothing was above it now we've got all these gx's with hella (laughs) hp but it's still a lot of damage for just a normal attack Mm -hmm. um and water is one of the best uh typings for accelerating energy super quickly you got aqua patch there Uh, that can get those in there real quick Aqua Patches, you got Quaganadel, Sire Naganadel, and uh, New Card as well, which we'll be talking about after this. And uh, its GX attack is technically one water, but it's really eight water, because in order to use it, you need seven extra water energy, so eight water. This attack does 10 damage to the main Pokemon, and then 100 damage to each of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Yeah. It's a spread attack. It is the spread attack and stuff like Ninetales and stuff, like, I, I didn't bring it up earlier because I wanted to say the surprise, would not stand a chance against this. You yeah. just wash it out. Any basic Pokemon they have left, just go. Uh, another a card they revealed that works really well with this in this set is Blastoise, and it has the ability uh, where you can look at the top six card of your deck, cards of your deck, and attach any number of water energy cards you find there to your Pokemon any way you like, then shuffle them. That's an alternative way to accelerate than just a Quaganadel. Although, personally, I prefer Quaganadel. I think I like the late game more of it. But from an unbiased perspective, Blastoise is probably better. uh, Mm -hmm. Because you can just accelerate that quickly. Yeah, it's Uh, crazy. (laughs) It's wild. Uh, I think the weakness to this deck is finding a good starting Pokemon to put out. uh, Because... Without running Quaganadel, and uh, the nice thing about having Quagsire and Aganadel is that you can recoup your lost energy, and mm-hmm. what this deck really likes is to run max potions, so that you can just, like, use Waylord as a wall for three turns or so. I mean, how <laughs> much HP does Waylor have? 300. 300. 300! It has 300, yes. So, you get down to, like, 290 HP gone, use that max potion, then recoup all of your energy in the, by the next turn. Sigma, yeah. what do you think about this? Uh, <laughs> so, I think Magikarp Waylord is the best tag team we have so far. <laughs> not to mention, there's also a tool card that we're not talking about. That if it's attached to a Pokemon with four retreat, it increases the HP by 50. <laughs> in this set. <laughs> like, uh... yeah, we don't really it, need... It's weakness to grass. Let me just point out, it's weakness to grass. What grass decks do we have going on right now? Celebi Venusaur. <laughs> like, and then? That's basically There's some Sceptiles around, but they don't hit that. It's hard for them to hit that number. It, it, even with weakness, 300, what can kill this thing? Almost nothing can kill this thing in one go. So the other card we didn't talk about getting banned and expanded was Unknown Damage, because people mm. would just use T-Magma Secret Base, or there's another one as well. Where you get damage on playing a Pokemon, and then you have a Reuniclus that moves that damage around, and then you have unknown damage that wins the game if you have that much damage on your field. So, and Magikarp Waylord was one of the big sponges they threw damage onto in that deck. Yeah, it's just, it's ridiculous. And and I want to also point out um, that there's two arts, different arts for this card. There's the Waylord, Magikarp and Waylord that is the big waylord with a tiny magic carp on top of it and then there's the waylord magic carp card 
that has Waylord and really tiny in the bottom because it's by its spout, uh, water spout, just throwing Magikarp into the air. So you see Magikarp is m- more the uh, protagonist of this art and then Waylord's is secondary while the other one is Waylord's the primary and Magikarp's is secondary. I love that little detail there. They're both really fun to look at. Are you talking about the full art where they're just swimming together? Yeah, there's two full arts in the set. Yeah, there's two different full arts. Mm-hmm. So the it's just a nice card. It's just I'm yeah, it's just really nice. Anyway, I love continue. that the Magikarp's trying to swim away. <laughs> Don't eat me. Please no It's so good. So let's go ahead and review this. Scrum, what do you give this? Oh, super effective. I've I've tested it as well, even before like the Viridian Forest and Erica uh synergy has it hasn't come out yet, even without Blastoise synergy, and I still win like Without even trying five games in a row, wow. it's crazy. Nice. And what do you give card. Blastoise though? Uh, Blastoise, it's a really good card. I don't like that it's a stage two, but you can't really control that. Um, I don't think it's as good as Deluge Blastoise. Um, so no, I'm gonna not. give it a, an effective fearing on super effective. Okay. What about you, Scron? I'm sorry. Sigma. <laughs> uh, well, I can say it again. <laughs> <laughs> you can, because that's that's where I'm at with it too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Magikarp Waylords the best tag team in the set in my opinion it's a super effective easy that massive hp stat is absurd yeah yeah the same thing with me uh i it's just no way around it magic cup whaler just the hp itself it's just worth of that super effective nothing there's almost nothing and and i say almost only because i can't think of anything right now other than venusaur and celebi that could knock it out uh in one go um it's just too powerful and uh yeah, and it's water. It does require a lot of energy to work, but water already is known for being so good at energy acceleration that it. Do you think it really matters? I think it doesn't. So super effective for Magic Cup and Waylord, and then that Blastoise is good, but like Scrawn said, it's just not as good as Rain uh, uh, Rain Dance. Rain Dance was it? It was Deluge, but it's not Deluge, in standard. Deluge, so. Deluge Blastoise. Yeah. So um, I'll give it an effective to that Blastoise as well. So there we go, guys. We still have, we have it. Uh, the we have one left. Team. Oh, oh yeah, you no, mean no, tag I team? Mean, what, what I mean is the first tag team card that we that got a full blown super effective across the board. It is our boy here, Magic Carp and Waylord. So um, <laughs> he's come so be, far. <laughs> we will definitely be seeing a lot of this. Yeah. Now for our last cards from our top six, go Sigma. Take it away. All right, so. The last card we have here is Ampros GX for anyone who likes to play a lightning deck. That probably still isn't very good, but it's a lightning deck, so you're playing it. <laughs> <laughs> so Ampros GX is a lightning Pokemon with 240 HP. It is a stage 2 that evolves from Flappy. Its first attack, for 1 lightning energy, power recharge, 30 damage, and put all electro power cards from your discard pile into your hand. And Electra Power is the item card that you play that boosts your elect- your lightning Pokemon's attacks by 30 for that turn. At second attack, two lightning. Impact Bolt, 150 damage. Discard all lightning energy from this Pokemon. And it's GX attack, lightning energy. Search your deck for up to seven Pokemon, reveal them, and put them into your hand, then shuffle your deck. I don't think that attack matters as much. No, it doesn't. Uh, Whoever needs seven Pokemon right. ever in your hand. I mean, I 
Unless there's something that tells oh you do damage depending on how many Pokemons you have in your hand, there's no reason why you should be playing Electrical GX. No. Uh, weak to fighting, resistance is metal, retreat is three. Probably doesn't matter because you're running zero aura, but whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, when you have the Thunder Mountain, your 150 damage attack only costs the lightning, which is really good. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fun lightning card. It really is. And again, it, ha- it just has that support electric power. Yep. Adds an additional 30 damage to your attacks. So if you use it, with, let's say you use it one turn with Impact Bolt and you play all, let's say you play two, you're doing uh, 210 damage with one go there. Yep. Uh, just discarding two lightning energies. And then you can just do power recharging the next turn and get them back for just 30 damage. It, it, it's good numbers. It's a good attacking lightning, which really is what lightning has been um really struggling with lately is the fact that they don't really have any main big hitters they're all like very tech techy wise but they're not big hitters and i think amphados might reach that big hit style pokemon that lightning might be waiting for to build a good deck around that what about you scrum what do you think i want to know what kind of strategies use electrical gx I don't know. <laughs> because, because, like, it's just sort of there, and you're searching for seven Pokemon, but by the time you have a stage 2 GX Pokemon, you're probably not ne- in really needing to fill up your board. That's what I'm thinking. That's, like, I'm that's thinking the, if it were like, basic, I would understand it. You can play that GX in turn one and then grab all the basics and evolutions that you need. Uh, but I do you, like this, this is on a stage, stage two. two. Exactly. So you're already counting on this thing to be a couple of turns in. In order for you to pull it out. So I don't know who, who, what master is Electrical GX serving. I do not know. I think it's a very good for the power recharge attack, but I'm mm. not a fan of anything else. Mm. Interesting. To be completely honest. I don't like that it's a stage two. Uh, I think that this would have made a better EX Pokemon mm. uh, because you can just put it down as it is and then it would be yeah. fine. Like that'd be really good. But you have to invest a lot just to get those whole evolution lines. And then you're basically just running Electra Power cards. You're going to have trouble finding a good uh, engine to put in this deck because you got so much space taken up already. Yeah. I mean, you're running Electra Powers so. in all of your le- Lightning decks anyway, so that's usually not too big of an issue. But yeah. So what do you think, uh, Sigma? This is your top one. What do you give this? Oh, I think it's just effective. If the, Even that. <laughs> yeah. Effective. And what about you, Scrawn? Effective. Effective for me as well. So there you go. Uh, our first GX is a good effective. You might be able to figure out a good deck around this. Uh, and it's definitely a decent lightning energy card. So with that, that means it's the end of the cards that we chose review. Now, after the break, we're going to come back and discuss the honorable mentions before we end the show and talk to you guys the other cards that show up that is worth talking about, but we might not have chosen as our top six. So. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, PucklePodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Puckalonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. 
You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash Paco Podcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at Patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. Hello, welcome back. And now we enter the final stage of this podcast. And this is the lightning round where we're going to rapidly go through honorable mentions and discuss them while we give them immediate reviews just so we can cover uh, this set better. So let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and start with Shaming Prism Star. Shaming Prism Star only has one attack, and that attack is this Flower attack, Power. Yeah, Flower <laughs> Storm with Flower two Grass Storm. Energy. It's 30 times. This attack does 30 damage times the amount of basic energy attached to all of your Pokemon. <gasps> what do you give it, Scrum? Uh, I think it's cool, so I'm going to give it a effective to super effective. But Sigma. Effective. It's an effective. It goes in Rayquaza decks right now. That's it. <laughs> yep, effective as well. It just it does a, a lot of damage for two grass Pokemon, for two grass energy. Now, next we go effective for Shaming. Next, moving on to Top of Coco Prism Star. Take it away, Scrawn. Uh, lightning type HP one hundred thirty basic type basic Pokemon. You can't have more than one Prism Star card. Obviously, we know that. Uh, abilities Ancestors Dance. Once during your turn, if this Pokemon is on your bench, you may use this ability to choose two of your bench Pokemon and attach one Lightning Energy from your discard pile to each of them. Then put this Pokemon in the Lost Zone, and it has a two Lightning, one Color. This attack for Mach Bolt, which is 120 damage. That's bad. <laughs> One retreat cost. <laughs> uh, Ancestor's Dance is what you would use it for. Um, what do you give it? It's good at an energy acceleration for a one-up, so I say super effective. Yep, uh, I say super effective as well. You never underestimate the powers of energy acceleration. The fact that you can power up two with one, and it goes to your lost zone, so it's not even a problem. That's great. Super effective for it. Uh, Sigma. Yep, super effective. It goes in all your Rayquaza decks. It goes in all your Lightning decks. That's all you're running it in. <laughs> yep, yep, there we go. You only need one, too. So next one, for... we got... Oh, go ahead. Huh? Playset for one. Playset yep, play one. Playset for one. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Bronzor next. Let's go ahead and take it away, Sigma. Uh, Bronzor, the only thing you need to know about it is its ability. If you go second, you can evolve it on your first turn. Why is this important? Because there's an expanded Bronzong that gets to accelerate energy out of the discard. Yeah, interesting. And then we got, uh, next we got Shay. Oh, what, what do you give this card, though, Sigma? Um, hopefully it brings back that deck, because I like any eel-style of deck, and that was the eel-style deck for XY. So, yeah, I give it a super effective. Uh, it probably won't be that good, but hey, I like it. <laughs> it's gone. Hey, it's a good ability. Uh, you, well, not good other than that, so effective. And uh, I will go in effective as well for the same reasons. Now we're going to Jasmine Trainer. It's a supporter card that says, search your deck for a metal Pokemon, reveal it, and put it into your hand. If you go second and it's your first turn, you may, you can search your deck for five metal Pokemon instead of one. Then shuffle your deck. Um, it's basically a, Lil uh, a Lilith-style supporter for searching metal Pokemon. Um, it is actually... Pretty cool. I like it. I'm going to give it an effective. What about you, uh, Sigma? I, I like it in Expanded. I don't think it does anything in Standard right now because most of your things need to be on turn two, and you're going to de be disrupted by a judge if you try to do it on turn one. <laughs> so That's true. On your first turn because, yeah, that's just how it happens. So, yeah, it's an effective. Ho hopefully it goes in that bronze sword. Or bronze I think it's... I think it's too much clutter to be good. I think there are better sort of metal trainers like Steven's Resolve where you have that Metagross synergy. So I'd give it a not very effective. There you go. That's yeah. Jasmine for you guys. Now we're going to move on to Lycanroc GX. Take it away, Scrawn. 
The ability is Twilight Eye, and that's really all you need to know about it. <laughs> when you play this Pokemon... Well, we'll also tell you the other stuff, though. Uh, when you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may discard an energy from your opponent's active Pokemon. Uh, I think that has existed before. This is just the... the it's the middle form, Lycanroc. They added yeah. it. Yeah. And it has uh, Accelerock and Radial Edge GX. It does 30 damage for each energy card in your opponent's discard pile, so it has that synergy with itself. It's good against decks that rely off of discarding a lot of energy, so fire decks. Accelerock is 120 for 3 energy. 1 is fighting, 2 are colorless. Uh, it's. I think it's a reprint of something. No, it's not. It's the uh, one we never got. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's a... Uh, what is it? There's Midday... Midnight and whatever this one was. This dusk, is like d- dusk, dusk form, yeah. Dusk yeah. form, yeah. Lycanroc. Yeah. Cool. Okay, there you have it. So, what do you give it? Uh, Lycanroc sees a lot of play, so I'm going to give it super effective. There you go. What about you, uh, Scron? Scron just went. <laughs> oh, Sigma. Sorry. Many times today. Many times. Uh, it's, <laughs> it chaos that Pikachu is at I'm giving it super effective. Yeah, that's a good point. Not super effective for me. You just I was going to give it an effective, but you just turn it around for me. <laughs> so it's uh, super effective for that. Uh, Sigma, what's the next one? Uh, next card is Nidoqueen. There's two parts that are important about this card. It's a fact. During your turn, you may search your deck for a Pokemon that isn't a GX or EX, reveal it, and put it into your hand. Then it has an attack for three colorless. It's a psychic type, remember? so it can easily go in Malamar decks. Its attack does 10 plus 50 more damage for each evolution Pokemon on your bench. If you have three Malamar on your bench, this is doing 160. Mm, and, that's beautiful. And I you can it. easily search them up. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah that's, that's great hey, synergy it, with Malamar. Yeah, I give it effective bordering on super effective. Okay, I like... Uh, uh-huh. I'm biased towards any card that makes uh, non-GX decks work, so I give it a super effective. I'm gonna give it a super effective for the exact same reason. I just love <laughs> the non-GX Pokemon are GX killers. So just, it's just so good. So there we go. Uh, we have an effective bordering super effective, and then two super effective for Nidal Queen. Moving on to the next one is Hoopa GX. Hoopa GX has three attacks, and let's go through them. We got Rogue Ring for one Dark Energy. Search your deck for up to two cards and then put them in your hand. Uh, then shuffle your deck. That's two any cards. That's actually pretty powerful if you do it on your first turn. And then you have Dark Strike for 160 for three Dark Energies. Darkness Energies. And this Pokemon can't use Dark Strike during your next turn. Uh, this is very reminiscent of the Lapras GX. And then you have Devil Hand GX for three Darkness Energies. And this is the GX attack. This attack does 30 damage to six of your opponent's GX and EX Pokemon. Don't apply weakness and resistance. You may choose the same Pokemon more than once, which is worth it's important. If you guys know the math, that is 180 damage. You can redistribute however you want to your opponent's side. I think that's pretty powerful. I like it. I'm going to give it an effective. What about you, Sigma? Uh, I think I'm willing to go super effective for it. It's got nice synergy with that Incineroar and Anu combo we were talking mm. about earlier. Also yep. of note, it has 190 HP. It's pretty good for oh, a basic GX. Yep. So, yeah, good card. Call me crazy, and... but I don't like it at all. I think it's oh, underwhelming. Wow. Uh, I don't think it works very well with Incineroar because um, you t- tend to want to use that Incineroar GX attack. I think there are better things you can use. Uh, I'm going to give it a not very effective. There are better oh, Hoopa cards out go. there. 
that's across the board. It's different uh, reviews. We have effective, not very effective, and a super effective for Hoopa GX. So it's up to you guys to decide whether you want to play this card or not. Moving on to the next one. Scrawn took it away. Gyarados. It has two attacks. Uh, one water for distilled blast. It's 30 plus. This is the attack you want it for. Reveal the top seven cards of your deck. This attack does 30 more damage times the amount of water energy find there. Then shuffle those energy cards back into your deck and discard the other cards. Hence, you're distilling the blast. So it will ah. gradually get stronger as your deck thins out and becomes just energy. Uh, Hyper Beam as well. It has uh, it's three water for 100 damage and you can discard an energy from your opponent's active Pokemon. So that's not too shabby. Yep. Not too shabby indeed. What do you give this card? An effective. I'll give it an effective as well. Sigma. Looks like a fun budget strategy. Effective. There you go. They got Gyarados coming in and doing some interesting stuff. It's average. Go <laughs> <laughs> on to Sigma. What's the next water Pokemon we're going to talk about? All right. Next up, we have Vaporeon GX. It's a promo that comes that has already come out, but, you know, it's around the same time as the set, so let's talk about it. It's got 210 HP, which is notable for an evolution. Usually those only have 200. It has the ability where once per turn you may heal 30 damage on an active water Pokemon. And its attack is Hydro Pump. This attack does 30 for each water energy on it. It costs 3 colorless and it starts at a 40. So if you have 3 water energy on it, that's 90 plus 40. That's 130 base power. Not bad. Uh, (laughs) Its GX attack is... Heal all damage from your water Pokemon for a single water energy, it appears. And yep. it's weak to grass, which you did too. Pretty mm. powerful. What do you give this? Uh, just effective. Yep. What about you, Scron? Yeah, it's an effective. I say effective too. It's pretty stable. It does protect itself while doing, doing some decent damage. Uh, it's not the end all though. So we're going to go with effective across the board for Vaporeon GX. Let's move on to the next one. And that is none other than good old EVGX, which is colorless with 160 HP, which is a, the most powerful EV I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> with 160 HP, it's just ridiculous. And his ability is pretty cool. Reviving DNA. Once in your turn, before you attack, if you have a card that evolves from EV in your hand, you may play on top of this card to evolve, excluding your first turn or the turn this card comes into play. If you do, heal all damage. From this Pokemon, its first attack, Boost Dash, does 100 damage for 3 colorless. Its second and its main GX attack, Happy Maker, which is an interesting name. And you shouldn't have that if you owned a Masseuse Parlor. <laughs> Cost 1 colorless and has Search Your Discard Pile for 3 energy. Show them to your opponent. 3 cards. And, 3 cards. 3 cards, sorry. 3 yeah. cards. Show them to your opponent and put them into your hand. Um, then you have a fight, uh, weakness to fighting, resistance to none, and a retreat cost of one. This is sounds really good, but when you have a normal uh, EV that can immediately evolve to whatever um, ev- evolution you need by just placing a basic energy on it, this is really still second to that. So I'm going to go with a barely effective, barely nine, not very effective, at least for me. What about you, Scron? Ah... I like it a lot because, oh. uh, yeah, that reviving DNA ability is, it lets you stall into the late game. It sets up for some of the evolutions that require you to get to that late game. So this buys you a turn or two with that because you can get down to 10 HP, then you just recover it all once you evolve. So I'm going to actually give it a super effective. There we go. What about you, Sig- uh, Sigma? I think I'm giving it a bit of super effective too, but... 
the energy evolution EV is getting around to its time where it's going to rotate out. So, and that was actually well, reprinted. A year from a, now, though. Uh, half a year from now. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, so this is probably going to be the go-to for evolutions for EVs at that point. So yeah, yeah it's super uh, effective. It's fine. It might just be me, guys, but I'm like pretty sure McDonald's released a set within the last set that has the energy evolution EV. So it's I be believe for that two they still use the A on it, so it doesn't actually up the. Oh the yeah, when they have the uh, A, it means that it's a reprint art style wise, but the card itself wasn't reprinted. Yeah. Oh uh, okay. Which is annoying. I believe yeah. that's the case here. So yeah, yeah, it is. It's and it's and it's not rare. They do this. I mean, it is rare. They do this every once in a while. I remember Jolteon EX being reprinted the same way. I was super happy when I saw their Jolteon EX was going to be reprinted again, uh, and then I realized, oh wait, it's a reprint A uh, card, which means it's reprinted. As in, this is a shiny new card, but in terms of the rules of the game, it's still the same old card you had when it was originally released, so it doesn't count as it extending its life in the in the TCG, in the meta. Okay, so there you guys. You got uh, effective and two very super effective for EVGX, and then we're going to move on to the next one. Take it away, Scrawn. Venusaur and Celebi GX. It is a 270 HP grass Pokemon. It's tag team, so of course if they, it gets knocked out, the opponent takes three prize cards instead of just two. Uh, it has three attacks. It has uh, each one requires well at least one grass. Some require two. The first one requires one grass and two colorless for pollen hazard. Fifty damage. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now burned, confused, and poisoned. <laughs> and how annoying is that? It's <laughs> like oh, you basically have to switch out if you want to do. Yeah, anything. You, you can. If you uh, have a Guzma in your hand, you you just yeah. gonna have to play it. Arguably, turn. I'd always spam the first one rather than the second one. Even uh, the second one is Solar Beam for two grass and two colorless. It's one fifty damage flat, no other effects. And you've got the GX attack, which is Evergreen GX. It is two grass, two colorless plus. Heal 180 damage. Heal all damage from this Pokemon. If this Pokemon has at least one extra grass energy attached to it, shuffle all cards from your discard pile into your deck. Wow. And a weakness of fire times two. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) What do you give this card? I give it a super effective 100%. I think it's the second best in the set. Okay. Tag what about team. you, Sigma? I think it's going to be the second best to play with. Uh, the fact that it probably needs the totem, whatever, Venusaur from Shining Legends is a little mm. rough. And you're probably never using the first attack. But uh, effective is good. Yeah, I give it an effective as well. I'm not going to go as far as giving it a super effective. And I won't go as far as to say it's the second one either. I still think that Pikachu and Sekrom GX might be the second best GX in my honest opinion. But this is, for me, a good third place. Uh, it's a good tie between this and Gengar and Mickey, uh, um, Mimikyu. So I give it an, an effective. I, I know we said it in the last uh, episode as well, but that Evergreen GX theme on it, where you mm-hmm. literally going back in time because of Celebi yeah. is so super cool because you're shuffling all your cool. cards back, you're healing all the damage. That's sweet. <laughs> I love it. So we have the last one. Sigma, take it away. All right. Last thing we're talking about is a trainer call or called Dangerous Drill. It's an item card. And you can play this card if you discard a dark Pokemon from your hand. Discard a Pokemon tool or special energy from one of your opponents opponent's Pokemon, or discard any stadium in play. It's just versatile. 
to deal with yeah. things that your opponent has. Yep. Uh, yeah, especially with Nanu too, because you can discard that uh, dark Pokemon and then get it back uh, with Nanu uh, onto your Incineroar that you just played, while also hurting the opponent by discarding energy or tool cards or a stadium. It's super yep. good. Yep. Yep, it's a great card. Uh, what do you give this, Sigma? Uh, it's versatile enough, but it only goes in dark decks. So, but it does really good with what it does. So, super effective. There you go. Super what about effect- this one? Super effective. Super effective as well. One hundred percent. Dangerous drill is pretty dangerous. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, if you're planning to play dark, you need this card in your deck, and uh, there's no if, buts, or what ifs. Okay, so that brings the end of the review, which leaves the final part, and that final part is to talk about the overall set and what is your honest to good opinion on it. Let's start with Scrawn. I want to start with you because you have really big opinions about the set overall, and I want you to finish that thought <laughs> and give me your overall. Of course, the review of the set is different. We just, we're not going to uh, it. It's super effective. We're actually going to give it uh-huh. a 1 out of 10 review and how okay. good this set you think it is. So go ahead, Scrawn. What do you give this from 1 to 10? How many Pokeballs are you going to give this set? Okay, before I rate it, I want to explain just a little bit why. Um, Celestial Storm was a great set in my personal opinion I think it was Mm -hmm. a great set to start with it didn't have too many strong cards but a lot of cards you can use throughout the season has has also Hoenn themed cards primarily Uh, Lost Thunder I was not a big fan of I, no I one was. It's fine. I didn't like it that much. <laughs> Team Up has that perfect combination of it's not limiting you too much. It's introducing uh, opportunities for every playstyle. It has great theme, really cool art, really cool attacks. Uh, it's. I am a bit salty that it keeps buffing up HP of Pokemon, and this is like to astronomical limits where it really shouldn't be. <laughs> mm-hmm. I miss the days when HP max was like 80. <laughs> but um, overall, I'm going to give this this set <sighs> 8.3 out of 10. Okay, 8.3 is pretty high up there. What about you, Sigma? Uh, so, I'm not a huge fan of Tag Team GX as compared to Prism Stars of last year. Or Ultra Beasts that were heavily focused on last year. So, and also, I thought Lost Thunder was like a 10 out of 10 set. So I was going to say, I just I, I, I just made a comment and I was going to edit it out, but I, I really wanted to. I just made the I said that no one liked Lost Thunder, but it's only because I got them mixed out with Dragon Majesty. Oh, yeah. Nobody liked uh, Dragon's Majesty. Nobody liked Dragon Majesty. Yeah. Lost Thunder was actually a magnificent set, so I apologize about there, that. There are two notable cards oh, yeah, that I came just out of Dragon's like Majesty. <laughs> And one of them was Quagsire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't think this is anywhere near as strong as Lost Thunder was, but it probably will be influential because of how massive these HP numbers are getting and how uh, how strong mm-hmm. the attacks have to get in order to combat that high HP. So I yeah. think I'm going to go with an 8. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a fair. That's uh, yeah. 8.3 and uh, an 8 for that. And to... Be- continue on that theme. I think you both are right. It is in the eight range, and I'm gonna go ahead and give it an eight point five um, because there is so much synergy that I see here. There's I see so many cards that will have an impact in the game, 
that it's it's hard to ignore how much this is going to be in effect. It's not as good as Lost Thunder, but it is pretty powerful. And although tag team might be there, people are really in defense with tag team cards. People, some people think that they're going to be good. Some people think that they're just a waste of time. Um, I think that they are going to make a big effect. If remember, this is the first set, and this, this is always something that I say with every single time they uh, reveal a new. Um, mechanic, right? We saw this with uh, EX when they were first introduced. We saw it with Mega Evolution when they were first introduced. We saw it with Break Cars when they were introduced. The first set is always going to be a little bit weak in the weak side, and people might still uh, want to continue using the old school GX, in this case, the GX, normal GX cards, uh, because they might not see these tech teams to be actually good, but you never know. You never know the next set. Well, they might actually improve on the tag team mechanic and make those tag team cards actually be really good. So that being said, 8.5 for this uh, for this set, and I have to hand it to the Pokemon International, where they're giving us really good quality sets. Um, it is good that we are in a time where there's more better sets than they are bad. Uh, it's 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 easy to say like this set is really bad, but then the next two is really good. So kudos to them with that. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We just reviewed tag team uh, or teammate team, team up for the sets, and uh, we like it. So let us know what you think uh, in Discord. We're gonna ha- open this discussion now. You guys might notice that we've gone already a few episodes without reading your email. I really want to apologize. Um, by not being able to read your emails on uh, on the show. We really do appreciate you reading. It's just that these shows are go since they're now once a month. They're going for really long. And of course, nobody will going to stay here and, and listen two hours of a show and then listen to mailbag. So with that being said, we are, go- we are thinking of what we're going to do with mails from the TCG. So please don't think that we're not going to accept. But for now, we're going to drop the emails and, and well, until we figure out what's the best thing for you guys. Uh, So you guys are heard and you guys are being read on the show as well. Until then, this has been a magnificent episode and I'm going to give my thanks to Scron. Thank you so much for being here today. As always, it was my pleasure and it's super fun to discuss with both of you who are very knowledgeable about the game. (sighs) Always. And then thank you so much, Sigma. It's been a great time. It really has. And for those of you at home, if you like what you see here, what you heard here, remember it doesn't stop here. Our main flag show podcast every monday with Thatch. make sure you do not miss that and also we have other shows such as the Battlecast, the game corner and other shows for you to uh listen to and enjoy if you guys want to participate even more than just listening go to our discord where we have all sorts of chats conversation and more importantly events for you to participate and win prizes and just overall get in touch we're always i know that i don't uh necessarily chat a lot in the Discord channel, my life is a little bit hectic right now, so it doesn't leave me a lot of opportunities. But know that I'm always uh, at Jashiro away. If you guys tag me on whatever comments and you want to talk to me directly, all you need to do is summon my name in Discord. And I shall appear and have a conversation with you. <laughs> so please go ahead and remember that. And lastly, remember as well that we do have that Twitch channel 
every Monday. I'm going to be there trying new decks and uh, just talking to you overall about my life and whatever is happening in not only Pokemon, but in nerd uh, video game world. So if you want, just uh, participate to a nice conversation. Uh, please go ahead and join me at Twitch TV every Monday. I'm going to be there. Lastly, you might already be listening to the guitar in the background, which means it's closing time. Ladies and gents, thank you so much for being here tonight. And remember, keep on seeking. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.